Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying coworker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. Fanatic, brought to you by Patrick Eads and his staff on Mormon Trek, Deary Brothers Ford, Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement, Mike's E-Keys for Cars, G.G. Carr and his crew at Supel's Building and Remodeling. Supel's Flowers, the home of 1-800-800-ROWS. The Midtown Family Restaurants. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. The Sanctuary Pub on South Gilbert. Premier Automotive in North Liberty. The Oxyoke Inn in the Amanas. Streets Maintenance. Wild Rose Casino in Clinton. Dirk Sterner Taxidermy, and Dr. Lance Forbes Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids. Here's Tom Suter and Pat Hardy from hawkfanatic.com. Well, there you go. So how's Caps Day going so far? Uh, Finest show you've done in 50-plus years? Well, at least in the last uh, 15 minutes. Yeah? <laughs> Great show. Wonderful show. So I think like that Bobby get... Boris Pickett song. Was really... that Monster's Holiday? Yeah. That's not very good, is it? <laughs> you can tell he's doing all the voices. He doesn't even try to change. No. <laughs> and I loved Monster Mash. But the guy, yeah, when he died, he was worth $5 million, And now uh, his estate's worth $12 million. Really? Yeah. So that should give hope to all DJs out there. You too can be worth twelve million after you die. After you die. After you die. Well, that Ross uh, Bagdas. I wonder what his. Oh, his would be much higher, wouldn't it? Like thirty million, maybe. Yeah, his. No. Fifty million. No. Oh. Well, that's now he just, invented something when didn't he, he died. Yeah, Elvin. Oh, the, well, the no, chipmunks. the chipmunks, yeah. Yeah, he invented speeding up uh, your voice. Now, let's see what the, the kid is worth. Uh, yeah, the kid is uh, is worth uh, uh, $75 million? Yeah. Or dollars? No, $75 million. <laughs> so he inherited all of Ross's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
So then he inherited the chipmunks? Yeah. So do they, have they done anything since uh, the 60s? A couple cartoons. I mean, they're still running some of those cartoons in other countries. I don't think they are here. Because I thought they were pretty cool at the time when I was like eight. Well, the, I mean, seven or eight. Yeah, they put a, they put the the show on originally on a Wednesday night, like at six thirty on CBS. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure you watched it too. Yeah, yeah, it was on TV. We had what two channels? <laughs> we had two channels in the Quad Cities till sixty three. We would get like nine sometimes. You know, I get it in my room, but we couldn't get it in the living room. We we had two seven and nine here. Yeah. So uh, I'm not sure when Channel Twelve came along. PBS. Not sure when that was. Seventy, invented. I think, or something like that. And when did WQAD come in? Uh, that uh, signed on uh, on October the uh, or no, not October, August first of '63. So that's yeah. So we then we got that channel. I never understood the UHF crap. Yeah, that's, and then uh, Junior Achievement, that was in August, and then Junior Achievement in the, in uh, when I was in school that uh, September, they said, hey, anybody interested in TV? And that's when I got. And you said, yeah. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hey, Karen. Okay, what are your predictions for both men and women with uh, the Cyclones? My prediction is uh, the women win tonight and that the men lose a close one tomorrow night. Do you think the... Well, didn't the Iowa State women lose by quite a bit to Drake? Yeah, I think they did. They're, they're, they've got some talent, but they're, they're real young, and I know uh, they got it, what I think is the last Jones girl. Yeah, they well, it's not the last one because I think they still have a younger one. There's don't another they? one? Yeah, there were five of them. Wow. Okay. But I know the younger one is quite a bit younger than the other bunch. And is she we a, saw them at prime time. Is she a basketball phenom as well? Well, I think she does play basketball. Yeah. But she was just a little teeny kid when they were at prime time. Yeah. And uh, so the men, well, they got that big loss that they had at Purdue. They were just overtaken. I mean, just no, no help at all. Just did you think. watch the whole game? Yeah, I watched the whole game. Yeah, I, I did not. I uh, watched about the first eight minutes and saw where the the two possessions where they got. Offensive rebound after offensive rebound, and then they got yeah. wide open three point <laughs> shots, and of course they made them eventually. Well, I was texting my sister, and she said, "I can't watch this; it's too depressing." <laughs> yeah, well, but then yet you guys sit through the Iowa offense. That's in football. That's I find that sort of well. Amazing. That, well, we've well there's one be, big difference. We learn to be depressed. <laughs> the other big difference is the football team seems to win. Well, not. 
but not the big games. This was the number yeah. four team in the country the basketball team was playing. Yeah. When the football team plays those teams, they lose. And they don't score any points, and the offense is horrible, but yet Truth. you watch it. Through. I'm just calling. I just find it ironic. I, well, you I'll bail go. on basketball after eight minutes, but you'll grind through the misery of football. And I will tell you exactly why. There are 12 football okay, games Okay, that, that's better than will foot, you know, football yeah, win. Yeah, and there so. are 64 basketball and games. And you like football more than basketball, don't you? Or the experience, um, the tailgating. And- yeah, it, it's an event. Football's an event. Basketball is. But you only lasted eight minutes the other day? I th- it might have been a little longer than that, but not. I, I mean, with those two series, I said, well, I, this is okay. how this game's going to go. Yeah, I mean. But- I could see that it was. They were having problems, but I stick by them and I watch st- the whole Way thing. to go, Karn. I stood the, the whole game. Good. I did too, but I had to. <laughs> Swearing. Wow. I yeah. Was- Swearing. Yes. I, I, just, I don't let the games bug me. They just don't get to me uh, the Dogs looking at me going. Now, like, did you think uh, Fran had a, a right to be as upset as he was? Yeah, I mean, it was a bad area? call. I mean, it was a bad it was, call. But it didn't help. I mean, sometimes his tease helped us. But nothing was going to help the other night. No. They just were not going to win. Kind of like Iowa football against Penn State and Michigan. Yep. There was just nothing that was going to... I even noticed that Patrick reached over to say, Dad, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was upset. I mean, he did calm down. At least he didn't get another one and get ejected. Or, But it just, I think he was trying to provide a spark. And he yeah, was upset he about the call. And it didn't work. There was just nothing that was going to work. No, nope. no. Nope. I remember with, um, when I knew Eddie Watt, he said that uh, Earl Weaver would do that to get their boys going. He'd get all uptight and and uh, sometimes get thrown out of the game just so his boys would get moving. Yeah, baseball yeah. managers do that a lot. Yeah, Baseball's a weird sport, though, man. I mean, it, it is. It, it, you don't play it with emotion. At least it's not one of those. Well, oh. it, it's different. I mean, the more you emotional you get, the harder it is to play. In there. You grip the bat harder. You want to throw the pitch harder. I mean, lots of times I remember yeah. overthrowing a pitch, then you either throw a ball or you – I mean, it just – baseball's what, different. What I love about baseball is the, the managers dress in the uniforms. Yeah. Can you imagine Fran in like a – Or Kirk. Kirk wearing pads and a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> Evie used to wear a suit, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Did, did, yeah, they in the old times the managers wore suits. Evie would wear a suit, and wouldn't he sit on a chair and during games? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, think about that. Kirk in a suit sitting on a chair during a game. Yeah. But when people were probably afraid to tell Evie to get off the chair, were they? Probably. And there were fewer people on the sidelines, too, I suppose, that sure. lended well, itself. Well, flares. Yeah, yeah. Do you think Evie could have turned Iowa into a terrific football if he'd stayed longer. Well, he already had turned him in. Yeah, I, now, I do. We don't know how he would have handled two platoon football, but I think he would have done fine. Did, did the recruiter. main reason why he left is because he wanted to be athletic director? He wanted to be both, but then his daughter told us that he also had health issues that really were a factor. With colitis, right? Uh-huh. Made recruiting. Oh, well, made, colitis is not going to be bad. Made, it, made being on the road really hard for him, and she said health was a factor, too, why yep. he, he wanted to be more a more 9-to-5 type setup. As an AD. Yeah, if we'd had him as long as... Uh, but then he also wanted to coach. He, he wanted to keep coaching, but um, there was a lot of coaching that he didn't want to do, it sounds like. like It didn't sound like he liked to go on the road recruiting, based on well, what she said. Didn't he kind of step on some of the coaches that came in after him? Well, yeah. I mean, Tom, yeah. Yeah, he made it hard. Yeah, yeah I don't know he why. did. He just seemed to have some petty grievances that he took out on Ray Nagel and 
Jerry Burns, and just seemed like he, since they wouldn't let him be both, it was like be damned. Yeah, and Jerry was his handpicked successor. Mm -hmm. and, uh, now, well, Jerry, I remember when I talked to uh, Billima when he was back here for um, uh, Bob Elliott's funeral, uh, he mentioned that that's one thing that bugged him. He, he was being stepped on all the time while he was out there being coach for Wisconsin. Now, Jerry also, I mean, he was the one, wasn't he the head coach when Gail Sayers visited here and they just blew him off? I think you're right. Yeah. That's, you can't blame that on Evie. No. I mean, nope. so, no. but yeah, they made some calculated mistakes too. Okay, guys, well, I must go off and, and I'll pray for all you poor people. Please. <laughs> Please, Please do. do. <laughs> we'll see you. And Bye. thank you for thinking of us. So, yeah. So I think a game like Purdue, you know, you just got to turn the page and we got to rebound better. Which is what I'm sure they've done. You know, Fran's got a Zoom here in like a half an hour, which I'm missing because I'm here, but they always send me audio. Um, and they will. Fran's that – you can say all you want about Fran. He – just like Kirk, it's whatever's next. I mean, yes. yeah, he was disappointed the other night, but I guarantee you when he got on that plane to go home, it was all Iowa State. I mean, that's just, you just have to. You have to be able to survive and move on. That's just what you do. I mean, it was a terrible game. And now if, they don't, if they're not careful, they're going to have two losses in a row if they don't play well at Iowa State. And he knows that. So they've moved on, and, but that still doesn't guarantee a win. It's going to no. be tough. If they were playing here, I think they're going to win. Over there. I'm giving Iowa State a slight edge. Yeah, and if they uh, Iowa State hasn't been shooting particularly well from outside, so if you see them start to heat up for a change, uh, then that might well, Iowa State's going to want to control the tempo just like Purdue did. I mean, yeah. Iowa had 24 points at halftime, and I Purdue had wide open threes. I mean, and Purdue had what 45? Iowa it was 45-24. Iowa just they struggle with transition defense that lead to open threes for the opponent and. Iowa State's going to get some opportunities. Now, if they make them, I mean, we'll see. Now, I always – I mean, they've had they, – this early in the year, I don't read as much into shooting stats yet because it's still pretty early, and I assume at least three of their games have been on other courts for the holiday tournaments and stuff. I imagine. So my guess is they're going to shoot better at Hilton Coliseum than anywhere else this year. So we'll see. Watch them come out just red hot. But if they come out and make eight threes and they're wide open on five of them, that's – that's on That's us. one of my biggest faults with um, Fran's defense. At times, it just seems like three-point shooters don't get identified soon enough, and they're wide open. Yep. Purdue I had wide open threes. Couldn't agree more. And, but we'll see. I mean, I like I said, I think it's going to be a fun game. I think the women will win. I think Iowa State's very young. Um, mm -hmm. Like what 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 Fenley say? Iowa was in the national championship a year ago. Our players were at prom or something like that. I mean, I, it was kind of funny. I mean, they're young. That I mean, is they, funny. They're young. I mean, this Audie Crooks, she's going to be a great player. I think she's from Algona. She's a good-sized gal. She's a good-sized girl, and she's very skilled, but she's still only a freshman. And I, I think Iowa's going to be able to overcome all the obstacles over there. They do have a Jones girl playing. Actually, Susan Harmon's got a – there's a story up on her in your prep sports. Oh, I believe they've posted it. I believe they've posted it. Um, I thought about posting it on Hawkeye, Hawk Fanatic, but I, I, I have a feeling I'd get attacked by Iowa. Why are you well, of course you would. I, why are you posting, you know? So I just like, uh, go on your prep sports. She isn't Cyclone Fanatic. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, I'd get a lot of that. And some of that's because of 
extenuating circumstances involving the Jones girl with nothing to do with her fault either, if you know what I mean. Yes. You know, so there's a lot of anima. So I decided, now nah, we'll just run that on your prep sports. So I believe it was posted yesterday. And so, yeah, there's a – and um, and there is another one coming. There's a young one who I know – somebody I know whose daughter's right about her age. I think she's probably in seventh or eighth grade. Said she's just another phenom. Imagine have five daughters and not have to pay tuition for any of them. Be great. Think about how much money. I mean, what, yeah, that, we had to pay for. I mean, both girls got some tuition. But your kids went to expensive college. It was they Drake did. and Knox. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but the, the, you know, for those schools to remain competitive. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's almost like they sat down and said, "Hey, let's see where we can go. That's the most expensive for mom and dad. Let's really hammer them." And ironically, one was about an hour and a half one way, and the other one was an hour and a half the other way. I've made the drive to both. Uh huh. Been to, so how far is Knox off the seventy four? When you, uh, it's just it's right there. It's right. It is right there. Yeah. Okay. So because I don't think I've ever seen it. I don't ever think I've. Can you see the college campus from seventy four? No. Okay. But is okay. So if you're going on seventy four, is it left or right? Do you get is the campus to the left or is it to the right? Um. I, well, you exit to the right. You exit I'm, to I'm the right, to but think. then do you take a left and go under the bridge? You take a right and go into. Oh, you keep the going right. Okay, yeah. oh, we're all the fast. Okay, I see. Okay. They but, have a real good pizza place. They got a oh. good Chinese restaurant there too. They do. Yeah, and a good KFC. We've been there many times. That's Galesburg's. You know, it's an obvious stop for the amount of trips we take on seventy four. And they had a, a place that had uh, great burgers that called Side Tracks, which was kind of a sports bar, okay. which was neat. On the way home from places like Indiana and stuff, Galesburg, though, is where it starts. The drive starts to get long because you're to Galesburg, but then you realize, I still got 50 miles till the Quad Cities. Yeah. And you say to yourself, I still got 100 miles to Rome. That's when these drives start to get long is Galesburg. Yeah, yeah. But it is what it is. Now, when Ann and I, I think we were going down to, um, either we were driving down to Florida or, I can't, I can't remember, I, but we stopped in Galesburg specifically at the Pizza House. Mm. Yeah, I've never we've never no, done that good. one. We don't like to go too far on down the road though. So the KFC's right there. You got the Hy-Vee gas station, yep. KFC, and there's a. Yep. I think there's a Taco Bell right there, but we don't seem to hit yeah, Taco Bell. Uh, graduation, we were hungry afterwards, so we went to the to Chinese place. Chinese place. It was really good. What's it? Do you remember what it was called? Is it on? Uh, is it just on that strip there, right off yeah. the? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think we've ever made it more than like a m- half a mile in because there's all those places right off the exit. We were coming home from the Miami of Ohio game in 2002, and I still remember um, we pulled off because we had to get gas. It was like 1.30 in the morning, and we pulled off, and the cops were just manhandling this guy. And This guy was being, I mean, he was out of control, but we just kind of watched that. It kind of woke us up because we were getting tired. This guy was all drunk, and he was threatening. Ah, yeah. He kept telling the cops he was going to kick their asses as they're, as they're putting him in cuffs. They loved that. Slamming him down to the ground. The cops say, yeah, sure you are. Sure you are. It was kind of funny. That's unbelievable. But the Knox campus is real nice. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful campus. Yeah, a building called Old Main where they... Well, Drake the, has an Old Main. Uh, Lincoln-Douglas debates. Okay. I mean, Drake's campus is cool. When you're right yeah. in the middle of the campus, it's cool, too. And they do... The main building is Old Main. Man, I haven't been on Drake's campus for a long time. I used to spend so much time there. Went there... My mom worked there for years. I remember with my dad, we'd go and pick my mom up from work at 4.30. And I'd always go in. She worked at, at uh, Goodman Kirk Dorm. And I'd always go yeah. in there and pick, get her. And, it, and I mean, Drake has been a huge part of my... I mean, everybody in my family has an affiliation with Drake. Either went there, got m- married somebody from there, works there, and what have you. We so. went to a graduation there. 
and I can't remember who, but I don't think you, you guys were at Amy's, were you? No, man, I wish Iowa played Drake no. this year in basketball. I think that would be a fun game. Yeah, I mean Iowa at Drake at the Nap Center. Would you like? I, I think I Iowa, was there once and we lost. I think Iowa would be in trouble. I mean Drake's I, good. I, I do too. I mean um, Tucker DeVries is maybe the best player in the valley. That would be a tough. That'd be game. a dog. Fight. I mean Drake at. Carver would be a good game. Yep, I'd yep. give Iowa a slight edge because they'd be at home. I'd probably give Drake a slight edge, just like I am with this Iowa State game. I don't think any of these – I think Drake is probably better for its circumstances than Iowa and Iowa State are right now, but I don't know if that means Drake's better than Iowa and Iowa State. But to me, Iowa and Iowa State are kind of similar. Still not sure what to make of either team. And it's early, and I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't want to read too I much into right. the loss at Purdue. I mean, I, 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 yeah, they got. I mean, their, was that a surprise? In no, I thought they were going to lose. I didn't. I didn't think they'd be down by thirty-five in the second half. No, that was not good. Although it's not unprecedented. No, but the, well, almost is because they were one point from breaking the program record. I think for biggest deficit in. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. I didn't expect it to be that bad, and it snowballed. But it's one game, and I'm just not going to use that to just give up on this team. I, my expectations no. for this team anyway were probably 10 and 10, maybe 11 and 9. That would probably make the NCAA tournament. That's my best expectation for this yep. team. Do I think there's a? I don't think it's going to go four and 16. Do I think there's a chance to go eight and 12 and not make and be an NIT? Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. I think there's a chance yep. that could happen. And if they go eight and 12 and make the NIT, you know, I mean, um, the. People the fire Fran, no. I mean, there's nothing nowhere close to anything like that. They they would have made the tournament five years in a row if COVID hadn't happened. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty solid Iowa basketball. It, it is. Well, I know they haven't made a run or whatever, but there haven't been many. I mean, we're talking about a program that hasn't that hasn't made many runs lately with multiple coaches. No, no. And that's what we all, of course we all hope for NCAA's a tournament success for the men's basketball team, but it's but getting in is well, a worthy accomplishment it, it too. Is. And but I'm not making excuses for the early exits. That's the next thing, and we'll see. But this team's got a lot more to worry about than seeing where it goes in the tournament. I mean, it's got to get there first. And the other thing is. This is the first year in quite some time that Iowa hasn't had that go-to. Exactly. Luca Garza for two years, Chris Murray, Keegan Murray, then Chris Murray. Four years in a row, they had that just, okay, get him the ball. We need a basket. They don't have that now. It could be Cricky some nights. could be even Owen Freeman some nights. could be Peyton Sanford some nights, but it's going to be – could be Patrick McCaffrey. And, but that's one thing I think they're adjusting to. And if it is Cricky, that's an adjustment because it's his first year on the team. It's going to be. Yep. It's an adjustment if you bring a guy in who hasn't been with you at all, and all of a sudden he's going to be your go-to guy. I, I mean, think. I think the biggest problem, and you kind of just d- danced around it there, is there's nobody is consistently putting the ball in the basket. I mean, Cricky sort of is. I mean, the other night he had 16. Yeah, he's scoring. He's getting you 15 to 20 almost yeah, every night. Yeah, you're right. I'll give him, but no, Patrick McCaffrey needs to pick it up. And Tony Perkins Tony needs Perkins to be, needs more to be more, way more consistent. Patrick Peyton McCaffrey, Sanford. Well, San, that, I just believe that's Sanford. I just think that's kind of how he plays. There are going to be nights where he can't hit the broadside, other nights where he can't miss. You'd like him to be more consistent. Patrick, to me, is the one that just every night needs to get them 11 to 15 again. And yeah, that's not does. happening right now. Well, he's not. I mean, I just... I don't know. He just seems like he's in a little funk right now. They need him. I think he's an important part of this team. Uh, he can score in a variety of ways. He's got a mid-range game. He can make threes. He needs to get back in the swing of things. And, of course, the point guard position right now. I'm not saying it's a mess, 
But Deontay, DeSante Bowen did not play well the other night. No. Fran benched him early, didn't bring him back. Brock Harding was okay. His problem is he's awfully small. Defenses are going to take advantage of that. He did make a three, but so did DeSante Bowen. I'm not convinced either one are reliable three-point shooters, but DeSante Bowen's got to play better. And DeSante's was real early. Yeah, well, yeah, and, it, and then he, got, he was taken out right after. But DeSante, he drives to the basket in the second half, and he bounces the ball off his foot, and Fran had seen enough, took him out, and I don't think he put him back in. DeSante, I don't think, played much more than 10 minutes. So they, the point guard position is a concern. I don't, you don't, they don't want Tony Perkins having to play point guard no. 35 minutes a game. Uh-uh. That takes away too much other stuff that he can do. They need to get Brock Harding and DeSante Bowen. I wish they could get it to where they play, both play roughly 20, and both play well. I'd even have times maybe where Brock and DeSante are in at the same time. Move Tony to small forward and have two big guys. DeSante needs to show that he can score, and he doesn't look like he's real confident offensively right now. Do you like it when uh, Freeman and Cricky are both in yeah. there? Yeah, because I think Owen Freeman's got the most upside of anybody on the team. Yeah. I, I think he is a really good player. And no, I like it. That's 6'10, six, 6'9. Six, but I would also like having you go with that. I like Owen Freeman, Patrick, and Cricky. Cricky, the power forward, Freeman, the center forward. Patrick, the small forward, that's 6'10", 6'9", 6'9". That's a long, talented starting lineup. And I'm not saying that Patrick McCaffrey's not playing well. I just think he can play better. I've seen it. And I just think they need him as a senior. He needs to seize this moment and just – now, I will say his dad has not hesitated to take him out. No, no. I mean, all these people that say Fran – Fran will take his kid out just like he would anybody else if it's not working. I've never, I've never understood. Oh, he just favors his kid. Connor played a lot because he deserved to play a lot because yeah. he did a lot of little things that they needed. Patrick's played a lot because you know he's a good player. And the he's same a good with Kirk, same with Kirk Ferentz's sons. Brian Ferentz obviously was a multi-year starter who at least got invited to an NFL camp. He wasn't trash as an offensive lineman. James, James Ferentz was very good, and then Stephen wasn't as good and didn't play. Yeah, I mean, I mean. There is nepotism, yes, but it, there is limits to nepotism, you know? I mean, and the McFerrance, two of the three Ferrance boys were good enough for scholarships, and both the McCaffrey's kids were good enough for scholarships. And yeah. the younger one clearly is good enough for scholarships. So, I mean, I wouldn't – if my son was good enough to play, I wouldn't have – I would, wouldn't want him to play for me. So do you think Jack is a 0% chance here? Or no. Or do you think it's still a No, I still – I know it's been reported, but no, I think there was a lot of stuff going on then, obviously. No, I think if Fran sticks around, but – does, is Fran going to be here for another six years? It's a good question. I mean, Jack's a junior. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Fran's going to be here another six years, five or six years. That's just me. I have, it's not like he's told me that. And if he is, fine. I mean, but that's just my gut feeling. I don't think Kirk's going to be here another five years. You will be, though. <laughs> Shut You'll up. be here. No. I, I, I <laughs> might not make it through the end of this show. Nope. You're like the snowman in Burl <laughs> Live Snowman in Rudolph. You just, it's the first thing you, dep- first thing you see. <laughs> You're the first thing people hear. Do you like that snowman character in Rudolph? Yeah. It's, Burl Ives. It's all right. You a Burl it's Ives okay. fan? Not a, uh, you don't like Burl you Ives? No, I liked him when I was a kid. Cause did, we, did you ever have him on your show? No. He was the face of Christmas. Yes, yeah, he was. Yeah, Burl Ives. Have him on my uh, progressive rock show. Well, I mean, <laughs> had the Minnesota, you had the Minnesota baseball coach on. Well, that was a, this, that was me. This place. And, how long has Burl Ives been dead? I don't know. Look it up. You think he's been? 
Didn't he live pretty long? I bet he died. I bet he died in the eighties. Would be my guess. Norman Lear. Although died. the eighties was forty years ago. <laughs> yeah, Norman Lear. Died. Yeah, I would yeah. say the eighties is, is probably. Wasn't true. it Silver and Gold? Was that his song? Uh, he's Menendez. Charlie. He's Bob Menendez. Silver and Gold. Uh, let's see. I just ripped a Democrat. You did. Yeah. Well, he he should get the hell out of. He should. Too. How about Santos? You saw what I read to you. The did you like that? Yeah. I mean, Can I say that on the air? Sure. He's ripping. He's opposing gay marriage, ripping gay marriage on the same day that he and his husband are celebrating their two-year anniversary. That's, someone <laughs> tweeted that. I just find that funny. Santos Claus. Uh, he died. They were alive in uh, wow, um, ninety-five. Oh, so he, he lived died earlier than how old? Than how old was he? Eighty-five. So he's born in nineteen ten. Wow. Nineteen oh nine. Nineteen oh nine. Well. So he'd be how old if he was still alive? Hundred and But he'd be feeling poorly. Yeah. Or touring with the Stones. <laughs> you know, it just I get such a kick out of Rolling Stones presented by AARP. <laughs> I, I just get such a freaking <laughs> kick out of that. But you know, and they show like the bet medicine bottles, like the barbiturates. <laughs> this is just stuff to stay alive, you know. <laughs> Syringe and stuff. Well, he needs to. T- it's not heroin. It's just what he needs to. That is kind of funny. We but. got a call. Yes, we do. We made him wait through that. <laughs> Hello. Good morning, fellas. I don't mind hey, waiting. Terry. Hey, hey Terry. Terry, what's up? Hey, uh, do you guys have any surprises of the uh, Hawkeye football players that have gone into the portal? Um, none of them have surprised me, no. I wouldn't say so. Now, the Ontario Thompson one, maybe. Maybe a little bit. He had, you know, he had a couple highlight moments, but he was backup. He was not going to yeah. play. And But, no, Labus, I was just waiting for that. That uh, that was a no-brainer. And that Brendan Des Fernandez, he's buried on the depth chart. They're, they're looking for playing time. And then Filer was a walk-on, wasn't he? Oh, the kid, yeah, he's yeah. a walk-on, yeah. I hadn't what even heard that of that. kid, that, that, the Vine kid? The, the Deontay Vines? Vines? Well, that one surprised me, I guess, a little bit. But he's from Connecticut, and he basically fell behind Caleb Brown. And um, But, yeah, no, none of them. I guess that one maybe a little but yeah, walk-ons come and go all the time. The yeah, Filer yeah. kid—that's he went to Dowling, um, and um, he was here for one semester. Was he here for one semester? Didn't he play junior college ball? I think you're right. That's the one I had yeah. heard yeah, that he one. Did, he did. But the, there's four. Yeah, as of now, there's four scholarship players that have left. Yeah. The, um, so yeah, no, none of them really surprised me. Labus, I was wondering, gee, what took till what took till Tuesday? You knew he was gone. You know how how has this transfer portal and the NIL? How is that? How's that changed the coaches, uh, either planning or philosophy, however you want to call it? On do we go after portal kids to fill our needs, or do we still go the traditional high school route to get our needs? Well, you try to balance it, but it's hurting high school kids because more people are going for portal kids, and that's a scholarship that could have gone to a high school kid. So, but no, I mean, you got to do both, but some schools are relying way more on the portal than other schools. Kirk's using the portal to bits and piece. I mean, he did go out and get McNamara and all, but for the most part, some of these schools go out and land 10, 15 people through the portal. They completely overhaul. I don't think Kirk will ever do that. Well, and uh, isn't that Prime, what Deion Sanders did? Prime yeah. well, he gutted the whole ro- he gutted roster. the whole roster. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. 
And now he's crazy. now he's trying to recruit four and five stars, and he has, but he's also lost a few commitments lately. He's had some deep right. commitments. So yeah, but none of right. the guys in the portal now were a surprise to me. Well, what's what's uh, McCord from Ohio State? That that's shocking. Yeah, but, um, she was probably asked. I'm so. guessing that I don't know for sure, but they there just was something that's. He lost to Michigan. He never really was that good this year, and I think he just saw they were going to recruit over him. Wow! And now they're All trying right, to fellas, get. Have a great, have a great hump day. Keep up the good work. Okay, yeah. hump day. Well, it's a different level of expectation at Ohio State. You know, completely different. Yeah, and McCord is one of their weaker quarterbacks they've had this in a while. They're used to having five-star phenoms who can run and jump, and he's just not that. But he'll land at a different. Power oh, yeah, you know he will. I mean, Iowa fans would love it if. Now, the one thing with Iowa, because people have asked me, is Kirk going to go for a quarterback in a portal? No. When McNamara announced that he was coming back, that's your that's quarterback. It. That's your quarterback. They're putting all their eggs in his basket, and like I've said before, there's a risk involved. Yeah, it's in risky. That. It's risky. Hello. Yeah. Good morning. Morning. Uh, hey. I'll 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 just ask a question and I'll hang up. Leave it to you. Are we in danger? Are you thinking of losing um, our defensive? coordinator on the football team after his act nothing that i've heard of that would suggest that nothing i would never say never you just never know but i mean now if kirk would decide to retire i think phil i think phil would either move on or wait to see what they hire maybe phil would even get the job here i don't know there's but i have not heard anything of substance saying yeah phil's i mean like what's his name said on the net on the broadcast the other day man if i was usc I would go out and throw the Brinks truck at Phil Parker. Mm. Was that Joel Klatt said that during yes. the game? Yes. I mean, I know Iowa fans. Say, Why would he say that? Why? I mean, just because somebody said, I think people, I like it when people, oh, my God, why would you tweet that? Now they're, I mean, things happen despite what people say and what people tweet. Yeah. I mean, people on social media and whatever think that they're way more impactful than they really are. Life goes on whether words on there and then oh my god I am so like you're like USC's watching that Iowa game and Joe Klatt says that and then a light goes on in their head gee let's do that I mean that's not how it works no I don't and and, no Phil Parker's gonna he's making one point three now my guess is that's gonna go up to between one five and I mean to match that out in L A what would he have to make almost three it's it's twice as much at least. Uh, and I don't know if USC would pay him between three and four million. How far would he live from campus? I mean, there's so many things involved. Now, do I think other schools would be wise to at least court him, see if he's interested? Sure, that's business. Yeah. Yeah. I hope he stays here, but a lot of fills going to depend on Kirk. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I, I think he'll stay, but I have nothing to base that on other than history. Well, you think Kirk's staying, too. And yes. Like I said, I'm 50-50 on Kirk right now. Um, and I went from 70-30 to 60-40, now I'm 50-50. Um, but I could see that 50, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how this next month goes. And I see Kirk being the kind of guy that if he is going to step down, I think it'll be set. I think all of a sudden, hey, man, there's an announcement coming up. I don't think it's going to be one of these things that's played out. And I don't know if he would get. maybe he would give it to somebody. My guess is he would announce it. At the same time, I don't, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Like I said, I I'm I'm open to anything that could happen right now, because this is just this is a really strange circumstance. I mean, I assume Brian's going to coach in the bowl game, but who knows? I mean, the bowl game's still almost a month away. Yeah, it is. Hello. So, what do you guys think the odds of Cooper coming back are? Ninety Slim. ten gone. You think so? 
Yeah, because he's going to be a first-round pick, it looks like, from all the mocks I've seen and from what I've heard. You'd have to go okay. if you're going to be guaranteed for. Uh, yes. Selfishly, I'd love yes. him to stay. I mean, I'd love him to stay and use his COVID year, and you know he. But I just realistically, I think he's gone, and I don't think that injury helps either. I think it helps him leave because you know what if I do this in the second game of next year or whatever. I think at least if he gets injured in the NFL, he's getting paid a lots of money. Yep. And I know the NIL is strong here, but I don't think the NIL is going to be able to come up with three or four million dollars to keep. And my guess is Cooper wouldn't want them to have to do that either. I just think he's ready for the next challenge, just like I think Caitlin will be after this year. Hope I'm wrong in both cases. How lucky are we, though? I mean, getting to watch both of those players, sure. getting to watch Caitlin, getting to watch Coop. Yeah, I mean, we've it. been so blessed in sports, you know, over the last few years, basketball, football. I mean, we just – people just – I don't know if they take it for granted, but you get tired of hearing all the criticism of the coaches, and, you know, it just it gets old after a while. No, if you think about it, since 2017-18, you think about – I mean, Spencer Lee, Caitlin Clark. I mean, there's Megan been – Megan Gustafson. Megan Gustafson. I mean, there's been incredible – Incredible stories. I mean, Davion Nixon came out of nowhere and becomes the first-team All-American in football. Tristan Wurst becomes one of the best offensive linemen. Yeah, no, there's been a lot. Luca Garza, player of the year. The Murray Twins, which to me, the Murray Twins is probably the greatest story of all of them because it involves two people. Neither one were recruited. Caitlin Clark was a five. I'm not minimizing, but she was a five-star phenom coming out of high school. She's actually lived up to her expectations and then some. The Murray Twins, to me, is the most incredible story of all of it. Well, I think you guys are right, too. I, I honestly think the basketball team's going to improve as the season goes on. And I think we will be 500 in the Big Ten because I, I see them getting better as the season goes on with, you know, with friends teaching them, getting them, you know, to play a little better as a team. I think we're going to have a good season. I don't know, you know, I'm not looking forward to the tournament if they get there because I don't know how deep a run this team can make. But, it's still they're still fun to watch, and you know you got to take Purdue. That you know you had Edie, the Player of the Year, you go up against him, and you know you kind of expect what you ended up getting. So yeah, no, I didn't think they'd get beat as bad as they did, but I thought that they would lose by at least eight to twelve points. I'm with you though. I don't. I, I mean, they've had games like this before. France teams do get better, and they are at a level now where they're consistently making the NCAA tournament. And I do think ten and ten would get them in the tournament. They'd probably be an eight or a nine seed and probably have an early exit. But I've said before, if you make the NCAA tournament at Iowa, that's a worthy accomplishment. I know some will say that that's just settling fine, whatever. But I'm just basing it on what Iowa's tradition has been. So one more thing for you, Pat. Do you ever listen to Annie Agar? Do you know who she is? I do not know who she is. Okay. Wait, I think I've seen her on Twitter. Is she hot? Yeah. Okay. She does this recap every week of the NFL. And she always has these snide little remarks to make. Well, in her last one for last weekend, she had the greatest line. She goes, Washington Commanders, your defense is so bad, even the Iowa Hawkeyes could score on you. Wow. I cracked that's, up when I heard that. That's harsh. Yeah, that's harsh, but hey, publicity. What's the saying? All, no publicity is bad? Or, no, that's bad publicity. A bad publicity still good publicity or whatever? Yeah. I don't know. No, that's funny. I don't funny. know about that. I, is she a, she's a blonde, isn't she? Yeah, really hot blonde. Really, look her up, Captain Annie Agar. Because she's amazing. I think I've seen her. I think I've seen her profile pop up on my Twitter, and I, I'm like, oh wow, she's attractive, and I don't think I even really looked at what she does. Now I will though. Okay, 
Well, uh, just a warning. She's a Green Bay Packer fan. I'm just letting you know. Okay, ahead. well, thanks okay. for the heads up on that. <laughs> They're playing better. So she's insulted the Hawkeyes, uh, and she's a Packer I'll fan. I'll tell you what, though. The hmm. Packers, are pl- Packers are playing a lot better now, and their quarterback's, wow. their yeah. quarterback's starting to play well. She's, oh, yeah. She's I mean, a dazzler. Yeah. really cheesed off the Bear fans because here we go, our third quarterback in a row that's been, and I'm the, you know, an Aaron Rodgers or a Brett Favre, but, man, he's had a – Looking a lot better. Oh, than he's looking really people. good. He's looking really good. And so she. Captain just called her up. So is well, she. Well, not called her up. He just got her profile yeah. photo up. Are you calling her now? Yeah, I'm calling. Yeah. He's calling her. I just. Hey. We're going to try to get her on the show. Yeah. Our sports guy is single. <laughs> we should try to get her on the show. We'll try to get her on the show. Okay, I'll there reach out go. to her. Well, you guys have a All right, great thanks, day. you go too. Off. Hey, thanks for the call. She starts dating Lang. She's part of the Hey Lang thing. She gets. Yeah, yeah. Would so you give her her song of the week? Member of the Burl Ives of fan clubs. Would you let her do a song of the week? <laughs> Would you let her read off like the NFL menus? <laughs> okay, for, for hey, today, the Arizona tra- Cardinals are having a trading table. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But a- Annie Agar, never heard of her. I, I thought he was going to say, "Have you ever heard of Annie Oakley?" And the answer is yes. Yes, I don't remember what she, I remember. Stu- didn't we study her in school? What yeah, did Annie? She was o- a what sharpshooter. Is that's how I thought. Annie, yeah. yeah. Okay. And she, she was in uh, like was she, Wild was, West. Is shows. she a character? Buffalo Bills Wild. Is West she shows. for real or was she a? Oh, oh yeah, she's for real. She's for real. Okay. And she was uh, very attractive too. Annie, look enough. her up, Captain. Yeah. Well, I I listen. Oh, and there's pictures played, of her. She was played on TV by Gail Davis. Oh, I remember Gail Davis. She was in the Andy Griffith Show. She did an episode of the Andy, Andy Griffith yeah. Show. She was a skeet shooter. She beat Andy in the skeet shooting contest. How about that? I think she had a problem. Gail Davis did? I think. Oh, by the way, uh, when you're talking about, what do you think the average rent for a uh, uh, a four-bedroom uh, apartment is in Four Los Four bedroom? Yes. Is in Los Angeles? Uh, yes. 8,000. I was going to say between 8 and 12. Yeah. 13.9. Well, my niece lived in a my niece lived in a, a house in San Francisco when she was going when she first started off as a doctor out there. And if I remember correctly, there was like six different people that lived in it and they each paid I think $4,000. So they were getting $24,000 a month from this house in my San Francisco. God. Well, she wasn't that good looking. Yeah. Ooh, Annie yeah, I never I never saw that either. Well, I, for the time, she's no Annie Agar. For the see. time, she Let me see. All right, let me just say it. Yeah, you know, I mean, okay. She's no Annie Agar, though, right? No, no. So if we could get Annie Agar, is probably not as good of a shot. Well, that's true. That's true. And she's a Packer fan. Yeah, so that's and taking shots at your Hawkeyes. Yeah, major minus. We can take shots at the Hawkeyes, but nobody else can, right? Yeah, f you, Agar. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that the rule, though? If there's going to be any making fun of the Hawkeyes, it's by Hawkeye fans, right? Yeah. It is funny though how the Iowa here's, offense. Here's the TV, Annie Oakley. That's Gail. Yeah, yeah. Let me yeah. Her hair. Put that back up. Oh, okay. Because her hair on Andy Griffith was blonde. Yeah, that was her. Okay. Yeah. Um, hey, the women's game's on ESPN two tonight, right? Yeah, I believe so. And the men is on U ESPN U. Okay, I do. U. Dallas will be heading over there. And I mean, did I hear it's going to be almost sixty tomorrow? Uh, 58. Yeah. Yeah. Will you turn your air on? What? Will you turn your air on at home if it gets too warm? Yeah, I'll turn it. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, uh, well, first of all, we're on a budget anyway. I am I too. Mean, 
But I mean, yeah, I'm you, not, you get the same amount taken out of I, your. I don't account. understand people that you know. If it, it, I remember times when it got to be like seventy something in November, and people are going, "Well, I'm not turning my air." If on. I'm hot, I turn my air. Yeah, on. I don't care what. Yes. I was sort of joking. Up. It's probably not going to get. But no, if it's hot, and you know, my budget billing, it went up to one twenty-five about a year ago, two years ago, and I think some of that was COVID. But now it's down to ninety-five a month. I'm not going to suffer. I don't. No, no, you know, life's too I short. I want to be warm yeah. or cold, life's, whatever. Yeah. Now I do cool. better. I mean, I have my house right now. I think it's sixty-five. That's probably colder. That's too than, cold. That's colder than what you guys put it at. But I just. With what you I would, might I, be better insulated. I'm, well, I'm not cold, and it's not like I go around in a speedo. Well, I mean, in the winter, I, I mean, I'm you wearing, don't. You yeah. don't. We've heard uh, rumors. No, just in the summer. <laughs> but no, I wear enough clothes to where I'm never cold. And I also, if I put my house at 68, 69, the freaking heat runs all the time. I just don't. I don't need. Well, that. then you're well insulated. We got to keep our uh, heat at like very. Safe. No, my house is pretty well. Seventy two, and I don't like it too hot. Oh God, if mine was at seventy two, it'd be a freaking sauna. Uh, I mean, see, it would just and ours, and I don't like. I would rather have it cool. I'd rather have it cool than too hot. Oh, I crank more. my air. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I like my air. But, like in June and July, my air runs nonstop. And, yeah. I mean, no, why have air conditioning if you're not going to use I it? Want to be comfortable. Yeah. And I'd much rather be cool. I can handle the cold. I love be... these people that just take pride in suffering. <laughs> I don't, I don't, well, yeah. I'm not one of them. You I know, don't get the, like oh. people that don't have air conditioning and they don't have TV. I am not going to waste my time watching TV. Fine. I'm fine, then don't. Yeah, yeah. You know? Just shut up about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I tease you about watching TV, but, you know, I watch a lot of... I mean, I mean, if you don't want to watch TV, that's fine, but I also find that a little odd. It just means they can't afford it. Well, that's true. Well, or Tell you what, I don't... There's times where I them, wonder if I can... Some of them are, you know, take it as a badge of honor. There's, I don't like writing that $246 not check at all. to freaking mid-America no. every... I mean, but it is what it is. No, but yeah, they uh, they're people that can't afford it, but they're better than everybody else. Yeah, and in their brain. Yeah, I only watch network TV. Well, I like network. No, they. Don't I hardly really. ever watch I network never. TV. Never. I watch network TV, and I'm proud. of I it. hardly ever. I'm trying. I, I am mean, supporting. Look at all the people I'm supporting by watching their shows. I can't say never because well, I'm not saying if never. there's a sporting event. That I want to see that's on a network, of course. All yeah, I just, yeah. And there's times where I watch them. I, I don't know. I think it's my TV. Uh, the games, the announcers. I don't know. It seems like it's on Fox. I can't understand them over the crowd. And I know the TV's got a surround sound thing, and I got to figure out how to use it. But there, the the crowds are so loud. That's on not my your TV. Uh, hearing aids. No, I can hear the crowd. Yeah. No, I guess I've never noticed it. Just, that. Oh. No. I get new hearing aids uh, December 26th. Uh, maybe the year, maybe that'll change things for you. I don't know. What time is it? Time for us to take a break. It's 10 tell. Yeah. It's time. We will examine the life of Burl Ives. Well, then we have an auction Friday, right? So, yes. Because i got to reach out yeah. to Haluska. Adam was going to come on, and I gotta t- all right, I'll tell him that we'll try to get him on next, maybe next Monday or two. Because we're not having Don on Monday, right? We're taking a couple no. weeks off. Yeah. Okay. All nope. right. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll be, be back. back. Ho, ho, ho. It's a holiday tradition. 
KCJJ Santa's store, a KCJJ radio auction, goods, merchandise, services, and lots of delicious food. And it all goes on the block with big savings this Friday morning, beginning at 6. And remember, KCJJ auction certificates make great stocking stuffers. Check out a list of items at the KCJJ app or at 1630kcjj.com. 1-800-800-ROSE 1-800-800-ROSE Your FTD florist is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE It's so easy, just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE Your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE Remember... For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertin and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. Ask for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of us is always there. Don't wait for an emergency to get a backup for your car keys. Unlike the olden days, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's eKeys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys that are on the market today. For spares and lost keys, Mike's eKeys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, high security, and remote head keys. Mike's eKeys for Cars will keep you on the road. Call 319-330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. Don't wait until it's too late. Call 319-330-9185 today. Hi, this is Jill Sterner with Sterner Taxidermy in Lone Tree. It's hunting season again, and I'm inviting all of you hunters to follow us on our Facebook page. You can view Dirk's award-winning artistry, his workmanship that he completes with each individual piece. We can be reached at 319-330-1774. Again, 319-330-1774. Are you tired of living in a home that doesn't quite meet your needs? Then it's time to call the experts at Streets Maintenance. Their team of skilled professionals specializes in renovations and remodeling, transforming your home into the space you've always dreamed of. From kitchen bath remodels to complete home renovations, no job is too big or too small. Streets Maintenance will work with you every step of the way to ensure your vision becomes a reality. So don't wait any longer. Call Streets Maintenance to schedule your consultation at 400-4483. Let's start building your dream home today. Once upon a time in the land of the Hawkeyes, a business grew. A business that would become synonymous with real estate. Hi, I'm Steve Anderson of Hawkeye Title and Settlement. When you're buying or selling your home, you'll need title and settlement services. Consider the Hawkeye Title and Settlement team. Give us a call at 351-8600. Hawkeye Title and Settlement, the team you love, the people you trust. It's that wonderful holiday time of the year. Moments of eating too much, spending time with family, in some cases maybe trying to avoid family. However you choose to celebrate, the Diamond Dental Team of Dr. Forbes, Kate, Michelle, Michaela, and Kim would like to wish everyone a happy, healthy, and safe holiday. Here's hoping you enjoy every minute of this joyous time of the year 
Rest assured, Diamond Dental's here, providing superior care for your entire family during the holiday season and all year long. The Sanctuary Pub in downtown Iowa City has been a fixture since 1972 and still features a classic menu, such as the classic shepherd's pie, handcrafted pizzas, and craft beers and cocktails. The Sanctuary Pub is known for its warm and cozy atmosphere. That's the perfect place to spend time with family and friends while enjoying live music. Support great local food with socially distanced dine-in, carry-out, and delivery through Chomp Delivery. The Sanctuary Pub is located at 405 South Gilbert Street. Full menu options are online at SanctuaryPub.com. Come experience the Sanctuary Pub. You won't ever want to leave. Car won't steer? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair work in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventive maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't steer, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. From your friends at the Midtown Family Restaurants comes a sincere holiday wish. May happiness brighten your holidays and remain with you throughout the new year. Warmest season's greetings from the Midtown Family Restaurant. GT Car, owner of Supel's Building and Remodeling, has been offering unmatched service and quality for over 25 years. The trained professionals at Supel's Building and Remodeling will install and guarantee the products used in any job, no matter how big or small. They also stand behind their work and offer no-nonsense, exceptional customer service, from design to completion and beyond. Whether it's a simple window replacement or a major house addition, you'll have the confidence that Supel's Building and Remodeling is committed to quality. Visit suples.net or call them today at 319-337-2246. Been waiting all year long for year-end savings? The wait is over. This is Patrick Eads, owner of Deary Ford in Iowa City. Get a new 2023 Ford F-150 Super Crew XLT up to $6,500 off MSRP plus 1.9% financing. Get a new 2023 Ford Escape up to $3,000 off MSRP plus 0.9% financing. Get a new 2024 Ford up to 4000 off MSRP plus 0% financing. Hurry in or shop online at DearyFord.com. Earning $100 in free play at Wild Rose Casino and Hotel is as easy as one, two, three. Sign up to be a part of Club Wild and you could earn up to $50 in free play on your first visit. But it doesn't stop there. You could earn an additional $25 in free play when you come back a second and third time. When we say you'd rather be here, we mean it. Join Club Wild today and you could earn up to $100 in free play. See Club Wild for details. Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Okay, okay already. We heard you and we listened. The Oxyokin's famous Sunday brunch buffet is back. For over 40 years, we've served brunch, offering so many choices of fresh entrees, homemade salads, waffles, pastries, three tiers of desserts, and much more. Such a great value. Serve nine until one. Also, lunch, dinner, banquets, and carry out daily. You can order curbside carryout online at oxyokin.com and take the comforting taste of the Oxyok home to your family's table. Visit oxyokin.com for hours, menus, reservations, weekly specials, and gift cards. From our Oxyok family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon. 
at the Oxyokin in the heart of Amana. From the Hurtine and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtine and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making moments. Partly cloudy and a bit warmer today. We'll get to around 44 for a high this afternoon. The wind will be out of the south at about 10 to 20. Tonight, clear 32. Tomorrow, sunshine. 58 for a high tomorrow. Friday looking about the same, partly cloudy. Yeah. High of 58. Then a front's going to blast through. Saturday's going to be one of those days with some rain changing to some light snow. Temperatures falling through the day into the 30s by late afternoon. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Right now it's 31. KCJJ weather brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply kitchens and baths. Your home never looks so beautiful. Sirens going off for just a test. So uh, Johnson County uh, testing the sirens today. Sounds like they work. Yeah. So. Okay, good. We are back. We are back and better than ever, Steve. Well. No. <laughs> so Burl Ives, was he, was he a nice guy? What was he accused of? Uh, he was accused uh, and blacklisted uh, with supposed communist ties. Wow. Yeah. Socialist. But then he cooperated with the House Un-American Activities Committee and agreed to testify fearful of losing his source of income. So he caved. Yeah, well. Yeah. So he's a weak commie. Yeah. <laughs> Silver and gold. Remember that song? No. No. From Rudolph. Silver and gold. Oh. <laughs> Come on, guys. Hunter, you remember. How in the you? hell? Okay. Can I ask you a question? And this, this is valid. You're, you're going to knock Rudolph now, This right? is no, valid. Knocking Rudolph. Valid How question. in the hell did you remember that Gail Davis was a guest star in uh, Andy Griffith? Because it's one of the episodes that I've watched a hundred times. It was just on the other day. She beats him at skeet shooting. He gets a little cocky after they have a date. And... Um, <laughs> She decides what the hell. I'm not going to tell him I'm a skeet show. She beat him at his own game. Gail Davis. I think it came out in either 61 or 62. Jesus. Tweet it. or Look I it up. Gail Davis, at, Andy Griffith. I'm looking it up now to see. Uh, she died in 97 at 71. So do your math. With that one, So that means she was born in what year? 26. 25. October 5th, 25. But yeah, she did one Died episode of Andy cancer. Griffith. She was Thelma, Thelma Lou's cousin. That was the connection. And Barney and Thelma Lou set him up on a date. And I guess it didn't go quite as well. As no, the date went well, but then um, I guess Barney, of course, screwed everything up like he always does. He over he exaggerated how like she had met Andy's expectations. She had passed the test the way Barney presented. Gail Davis took offense to that and decided to uh, play a trick on Andy by beating him as a skeet shooter. She made twenty five out of twenty five, and Andy missed two. She was in the films uh, Law of the Golden West, Flying Leathernecks, and Alias Jesse James. A lot of she, westerns. She appeared in The Lone Ranger, The Gene Autry Show, and Maverick. And appeared on the Andy Griffith Show, uh, episode 37 in 1961. Okay. A lot of westerns, yeah. Yeah. 
There you go. Um, we were talking during the break. Um, Phil Parker. Congratulations, Congratulations Winnie. Yeah. Uh, you know, in a way, this was probably a lifetime achievement mm -hmm, award, but mm -hmm. whatever. No matter how, I mean, this to me was one of his best performances this season. And ironically, I've got weird Michigan fans attacking me. And one of the arguments they were using is, you got beat 26 to nothing. You, go, you scored zero points. And I'm like, what does that have to do with the Iowa defensive coordinator? Nothing. I'm, and then I come back to them, 213 total yards, 3 of 15 on third downs. Their two scoring drives went for five and six yards. Iowa's defense didn't dominate Michigan's offense, but came pretty darn close. That 26 to nothing score is so misleading to me. And what I wrote was, you know, if I'm part of the committee that votes on that, I watch that game to say, okay, we're down to Phil and Sharon for this award. And Phil Parker had a much better day. Even though Michigan won easily, Michigan's by far the better team. But that doesn't mean that Phil Parker couldn't have had a better game than the Michigan offensive coordinator, as he did. I was not impressed with Michigan's offense not at, at all. all. They couldn't run. They couldn't throw. They couldn't commit third downs. They benefited from Iowa's offense being horrendous, turning the ball over. And they benefited from a long 87-yard punt return. So to me, Phil Parker, that may have been the best performance of the Iowa defense all year, the Michigan game. Yeah, I Probably agree. my pick, if you consider how good they are. So these Michigan people that were arguing, they're just weirdos. And one of them, it was funny, I looked at his thing, American Patriot, and it's his whole Twitter profile is just Trump. That guy, stuff. well, that guy was on our page. I had to bounce the guy off our page. And I just looked, I'm like, dude, I don't want to argue. I don't, it's, I don't, why did I even engage with you? And I blocked him. He, uh... From started, he's from Michigan. Yeah, and he started with the the story, you know, and how they should have got, you know, his his. Guys. Had Sharon had Sharon Moore won it, I would have okay, yeah. that's yeah. fine. I wouldn't yeah. have been like, oh my god. No, but. this guy was vehement and started attacking, uh, you know, our our uh, other uh, common uh, common people, and then um, started going down our stories, and you know. You're just a bunch of libtards. He had like 20, very seriously, around 19, 20, uh, just went down every freaking story, even if it had, you know, like local stories that have nothing to do, absolutely nothing to do with, uh, you know, politics. Well, I mean, people like that who go on there, who start to build their Twitter platforms based just on politics, whatever. I don't have any time or interest. He had Trump photos everywhere. I mean, I just find that creepy and I odd that you worship somebody like that. I mean, it's just bizarre, but there's so many of those people out there. They just, I, I, to worship a freaking politician? I don't get it. God, I don't get it. No. To worship anybody besides maybe your mom or dad, I don't get it. And I didn't worship my dad. He would, my dad would be like, what do you worship me? Just obey me, a little dick. That's what my dad would be like. <laughs> You know, my dad always taught me, don't, don't worship, you know, you, you don't worship other people. You, you try to earn their respect or, you know, what about, don't, the, it's just weird how pe we've gotten into the stage now where people. There like, was a guy on CNN this morning that, uh, uh, who was religious and whose father was a pastor. And he explained it like this, because uh, he, he wrote a book. He said, these people uh, forget all about religion and it becomes a moral good versus evil in their brain oh yeah and it becomes and, tribalism yeah and they don't it becomes a competition almost yeah, and they don't care about whether the guy's but, decent or but mm -hmm. there's people i see people oh my god taylor swift should run for president she why because she's good at singing okay. so, I mean, it's like people are looking for the savior to cling to yeah. I, I mean why should taylor swift run for freaking president she'll win 
I don't. Well, I, she got. Well, maybe. I mean, I, I don't. I don't. She, I, well, I don't know about if that. If we're electing personalities, but you know, which we shouldn't. Which we should not. No, she got Times uh, Person of the Year, which is fine. You know, I mean, I, yeah, because her, uh, she performs in all these countries, and she's gotten people to vote. Yeah, I mean, she so, didn't tell them who to vote for, no, or whatever. I'm assuming she's probably more left than right. Oh, she yes, is, yeah. you know, but I mean, but Let's, I don't want Taylor Swift to, and I, but I just saw this thread about Gail Davis or Taylor Swift, and they wanted. I'd want they, Gail they, Davis as president because she could, you know, protect herself with a gun. <laughs> she could shoot back. Yeah, shoot back. You know, so but we got a caller. <laughs> yeah, just this cult of personality <laughs> stuff is just ridiculous. Hell, she's shooting back like you know Senator Menendez or something. <laughs> no, he'd be using those gold blocks to block the. Hello. He'd be throwing his gold at the. Isn't he the one that stores Taylor. gold at home? Yeah. Hello. Taylor can sway the vote, which is good. Yes. Um, when they um, go to the replay booth after a play. Who's making the decision? The guys up above or the guy looking in the camera down below? Well, I think it's a I think it's a group effort, but the guy ultimately up above has the final say on it. That's why he's there. The replay what official. I don't, what I don't understand is when I'm watching it at home, like everybody else, by the time they get all grouped together, if you're watching it at home, the replays, you know what the call should be. The why doesn't why doesn't the booth up above just send, hey, this is what it is? Because a lot of times it takes longer. than They're, they're doing more than just judging the call. Yes. They're looking at the clock. There's a lot of other things they're looking at to get everything set to where it needs to be. It's not just the actual physical play that happened. There's more to it. Okay. That, that takes time. Lots of but times it is deciding where the clock is that makes it take longer. They are getting it wrong in college and pro this last two weeks. Yeah. I mean, even the... I, okay, they are, but for the most time, they get it right. I mean, for the I, most part, they it. largely yeah. get it right. And I, I do love it. I, I just. So, are you talking about the thing with Deacon Hill? The, the um, is that one of them? Because Michigan fans will say they got it right. A lot of it depends on who your loyalties lie to, too. Well, I, I can agree. The one call was a fumble, but it was called dead. I mean, well, yeah, the, I, the I, yeah, that was they screwed up the procedure in that one, and that. The, the, yeah, it was just whether Deacon Hill fumbled or not, we can argue about that. I didn't think he did. I thought it was a forward pass. Maybe yeah, I'm biased. I, I do too, I but the yeah, part that I you do. can't argue, even if you're a Michigan fan, is they screwed up the time, you know, the handling of that play. They blew the whistle dead. And again, that Michigan D back wasn't recovering a fumble. He was picking no. up a football and handing it, to, it the to the official. And yet they counted that as the fumble recovery. It made, no, so, they screwed that up. But I don't think there's anything replay could have done other than say just do the play over again. Should maybe they've well, done that? But then if you're a Michigan fan, then you're going to say we got screwed. Yeah. So if he wouldn't have picked it up, it was an Iowa player that touched it last. Well, an Iowa player could have picked it up, and I guess would they have given Iowa? I know. I guess. I guess they would have given Iowa the ball. But the Iowa players thought the play was dead. So did the Michigan player. It's just that the ball was right next to him, so he just decided to bend over and pick it up. It's not like he went seeking that ball. I mean. There should be something powerful after when a whistle's blown. That should really overrule every. It, yeah, no, they screwed um, that one uh, up. I agree with you. No, they screwed that one up. Now again, that's not going to impact the outcome of the game. But they they didn't handle that well at all. The only time you should call something after a whistle is blown is if there's a fight. I agree with that. But during the play, that thing, you know. But in pro, there was a lot of bad recalls. I mean, 
it, 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 it's, I just can't believe you can't get it right. Well, I know the Green I like Bay it. game I watched the other night. I missed one of the most blatant pass interference penalties. That was yeah. it wasn't called the. At the, end, the in, I, in, I'm in, not a Green in, Bay fan, but their receiver just got tackled and they didn't call it. I don't. And the ref was right respect, there. It was at such an important time. It was in the an game. obvious pass interference call. Yes, and they it didn't was call against it. Taylor's lover, wasn't it? No, I'm talking about. No, this was Green Bay. A Green Bay receiver was the one I believe got. I think it was. I, I can't remember which game. I it, maybe. Yeah, it was. It, it was the Chiefs. It Green wasn't Bay. Travis Kelsey. The play I'm talking about was not Travis yeah. Kelsey. Okay, but I do like it. Taylor's I guess I can claim by a little bit. So. All right, thanks. Hey, you, you couldn't. She's gonna sway the vote, man. Uh, okay. So. Better than running for president. Sure hope so. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Good day. Yep. Taylor's lover. Taylor, she runs. Who would her vice president be? Huh? Katie, Katie Perry. Yeah, Mindy Perry. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Mindy Perry. <laughs> you imagine Taylor Swift and um, who would you want as a running mate? Should she get another woman or should she get a man? I'd say she had. Uh... Robert De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> De Niro just. Just old and just <laughs> combative. Well, if we're going there, how about just with Travis Kelsey then? <laughs> there you go. Travis. They just start making the first out on couple. The... You know, I don't understand crap like that. Why I it's mean, popular? Yeah, because I okay. They're single. There's no big. I know you know. They're, okay, Who's, they're, they're nobody dating. saying it's a scan. No, I mean I don't understand the attention. I just don't know why people care just... who Travis Kelsey or Taylor Swift dates. I, I can understand that, okay, they're a fan, and that's nice and everything, but it's just so overblown. Oh, I agree. I mean, when, I I, mean, now she's not going to the Chiefs games because she's out performing, right? But when she's yeah. at the games and they show her after every play. I know. It's and, just, and, well, even she came out and, it, and said, this is a little much. It's just weird. You know? So do they ever show her eating you know, garlic cheese fries? They showed and, her eating the hot dog, and it was, <laughs> well, anyway. Drinking a beer, <laughs> chugging right she's out up of there, the pitch. She's up there shooting beers and smashing them on her forehead. <laughs> I'd like to see that, but but when I see her like hugging Travis's mom after he makes a catch, I don't need to see. It. I don't care. No, and it's, it's just... but that's the world we live in. Remember when I mean the Register wrote a story on when they thought Caitlin and Connor were starting to date. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. What, what was that about? Why would you write about that? Yeah, you got two. It's like it's news is supposed to be unusual. It's not really unusual for two people to date. To date. Two college kids to be dating. One was on yeah. the women's team. The other was on the men's yeah. team. They've been around each other for years. They yeah, happen. It it, I mean, who? I you know, I, I think Caitlin Clark is great. One of the greatest ever. She's one of the most. She may end up being the most popular athlete to ever come from the state. I couldn't care less who she dates. No. I mean, is that... No. That doesn't make no. me any less of a fan. No. I couldn't care less what she does in her private life. That's her business. As long as she's... I want her to be happy, that's it. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. yeah, I want her to be happy. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, that, well, I mean... That goes beyond yeah. without say. I wouldn't want her to be yeah. sad. I mean... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just... when I was surprised... Now, I will say, did you see the comments underneath that register story when they wrote it? Man, fans were pissed. 
mean, I, you know, that was their. Why would the fans be pissed? They, were, they just thought it was a leave them alone, ignore them. This is this, oh, this yeah. isn't news. Well, I agree. They with were mad that. about that. Now I get that. Now I don't know if it, I wasn't pissed when I saw the article. I'm like, are you serious? You're writing about well, this? They were pissed. What was the article we that was in the Hawk Central and Press Citizen and everything? That's what I'm talking about. No, where they uh, we just talked about it the other day where they. God damn. Uh, where they asked the question in the headline and, and, and then didn't answer it. They never answered it. Oh, that one. You brought that up. I don't remember what that one was, but <laughs> but people were coming, you know, just going just going haywire over it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's so easy to I yeah. mean, like I said, I mean these Michigan fans attacking me because they thought that their guy deserved to be the coordinator of the year and which is fine, whatever, but the, some of the logic they were using was just I mean, the fact that they kept using the fact that Iowa was held scoreless as a reason that Phil Parker didn't deserve, I mean, that just doesn't make any sense. No, and he just didn't win it for that one game. No, but that one game may have been his best, may have been the defense's best effort of the year. And they still lost 26 to nothing. But there were extenuating circumstances that explained that. That score was so misleading. When it, to, it, it suggests that the Iowa defense struggled. The Iowa defense never struggled in that game. No. Never. Unlike the Penn State game, Penn State had two long scoring drives in that third they quarter. They won that game convincingly, and the Iowa defense wasn't very good. No, it that wasn't. was the one time. Never Michigan never sustained anything. Penn in that State game. came out and won that game in the, in the third first quarter. drive. In yep. The first drive of the third quarter drove yep. like eighty yards, just six yards here, seven yards there, eight yards there. Michigan never did that. Blake Corm never came close to getting any consistent flow going in the running game. Never. Nope. And that's a credit to the Iowa defense. And I think Phil Parker, if you're ever going to give him, if it's a lifetime achievement award, give it to him when a year like this. When, and I don't think people that don't watch Iowa on a regular basis realize how much pressure and weight is on this defense to make up for the offense. Yeah. I mean, it, every week the defense goes into games saying we have to play our asses off or we're going to be in trouble. And they would never say that because they're too good a team players. I get that. But they know that there's not gonna, week. they know they're not going to get hardly any help from the offense. That's a lot of pressure to live it with. Is every week, and they still won ten games. So I think Phil Parker was more than deserving. Couldn't yeah. agree more. Yeah. Now back to Taylor Swift. You think Phil <laughs> Parker listens to Taylor Swift? No. Uh, no. You think Kirk does? No. I think he listens to her earlier stuff probably. I you, don't. You mean when, when she, she was, was country? country? Yeah. I don't. Do you think well, there's if you could pick a Taylor Swift song to have well, for the Iowa listens. walk out on the field, what would it be instead of Back he, in Black? He's uh, dun, dun, dun. Are you ready for it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he he would have listened to her when she was country. We don't know that though. I'm no, saying he, he probably the country. I'm so. saying he probably didn't. Yeah, yeah, he does. But his fa- he also said his favorite musician was Bruce Springsteen, yeah. and that ain't country. No, but no. Bruce Springsteen's not. Bruce Springsteen's an oddity. But he's not country. Yeah. No, not at no. all. He's more rock than country. Yeah, but he is an oddity. And that is who Kirk said. There's Maybe some, There's some country stations, actually, that play his stuff. Like, like what? On Fire. and. Yeah, I love that song, like but that. that's not a country song. No, but they No, play. but it's a cro- can be it's a crossover a, yeah. song. Yeah, yeah they play yeah. it. And I'm not a huge Bruce Springsteen. I never have been. No, I, like, I, like, I like five or six of his songs. I like them. Like, I would agree with that. Like Born yeah. in the USA, I hate that song. That's a terrible song. Terrible. I love the message. You want him to be born. Um, well, I don't care where he's born. I just don't like that song. <laughs> I don't care where people are born. But, I mean, I'm on Fire is a good Springsteen song. There's a couple others. Uh, born to Run. I like the Ghost. 
Yeah, I like Ghost I, is a good I like song. that song. Yeah. Born and Run was okay. Yeah, that, I, mean, I heard a lot of it, but but like Cadillac and, and just some of his songs I just don't like. Yeah. But whatever. But he's like a, he really is like a musical oddity because people that like different like they like country. Well, David Bowie was the like same way. They like him, and they like. I'd say David Bowie was the same way. He crossed all over. He didn't cross in the country. No, but he had a lot of different. His music was so different. Oh yeah. Well, he, David Bowie's more like uh, an artist, uh, you know, like a... Well, people would... Yeah, like one of those... I would agree yeah, with that. Yeah. Springsteen fans would say he's an artist, too. Well, he's... So, well, he both... Would you yeah. compare David Bowie to, say, I don't know, Gigi Allen? No. Uh, well... In, in a way. Well, yeah, because... I mean, him and him. He and, was a lot better and, at it. Him and Jagger were trading. Uh, <laughs> but there is an element of the. the what were they, what were they trading? I'm not sure well, where they we're. Were, well, they went to bed together. Okay, I mean, I was. They were. Yeah, I mean. I mean, and, uh, you know. I, mean I remember reading about. This. So you're saying they had an affair. Well, they, they, I don't know of affair. I don't know how long they got under the sheets, was. but maybe that was for publicity. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah. Well, and if it's Gigi Allen, what they do? Both take a dump. I think the, one of did them, they both take a dump in the bed? Are, one of them or both of them slid in the hall. Do you think they both took <laughs> a? You. I mean, if you're going to compare it to Gigi, do you know that did they t- both take a dump under the sheets? Well, I believe they did. Okay. I think, in all fairness, I, I mean, think... David, they were both very theatrical, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. I think they. Yeah, I think Time Magazine. There was some performance <laughs> art involved for both of their careers. But in, um, and you don't think they took a dump in the bed? I do not. Back to the Hawks. Back to the Hawks. <laughs> sure he is. Thanks, oh. Tammy. <laughs> so back to the Hawks and Caitlin Clark tonight. I just forgot. did this for my whole life. I never heard of this guy too. You've known about him now for almost 10 years. I know, but I never heard of him before that. But you've still so, never watched the, the the documentary? No, and I'm not going to. Uh-huh. Yeah, I could see not one. I, you don't I, want to understand it. I stumbled I, upon No, I don't want to understand I stumbled upon that documentary and kind of wished I hadn't seen it. You and Ann seeked it out. We did. They I, sought that thing out it. and watched it. That surprised the hell out. Yet, how did oh, you handle God, the poop? how can you watch NCIS? At least they're not... How did you handle the fecal scenes? I didn't like them. What did Ann say during the fecal scenes? She scene? didn't like them either. But you grinded through. Good, we, we grinded through. Were you like eating? We, hopefully you weren't eating chili. <laughs> uh, probably we were. Eating chili? Or something. Chocolate hey, eclairs. Hold on. You and Ann stuck through that, but eight minutes of the Iowa Man <laughs> yeah. drive, you're out. Exactly. Okay. Explain that you to us. You got it. Explain that am. to us. If I, if I know how something turns out... Eight minutes in, I don't necessarily. So, were you thinking maybe that Gigi was going to be reformed by the end of that documentary? No, but his surprisingly enough, some of his songs are reasonable. By the end, he's doing Charmin commercials. You know, honest to God, yeah, some of his songs. If you didn't know that he was crapping over everything, uh, I still say the the call from that guy from Chicago was that was the best, saying that he timed his arrival to be he arrived after the poop. That is the best call we've ever had on this station. He arrived (laughs) completely out of the blue. He arrived after the poop throwing. He knew how the concert was going to play out. Well, listen. So why did he know when the poop was going to be? Because I think other previous concerts. You know, we got an Eagle Bird Hufferding song. (laughs) (laughs) After the poop's thrown. Oh my God! 
Oh, Lord. <laughs> you think Caitlin Clark's heard of Gigi Allen? I hope no. not. I'm, guessing she, no. I'm guessing she hasn't. <laughs> no. Definitely not. And she's going to go her whole life, I'm hoping, without ever hearing Did you about see it. where uh, what Kelsey Plum said to Caitlin? When it was about that. Is she know, the one about ready to break her point, right? Yes. Yeah. What'd she say? She basically just said, you know, really enjoy this while you can because when it when you get into the NBA only, then it becomes about just basketball and be ready for that. Oh yeah, without quit just the same with the men. And yeah. I think she's ready for that. I mean she's I mean she's gonna I mean if Caitlin was a man, she would have been in the NBA three years ago. Uh yeah. Yeah. If she was as dominant, she would have been gone. So, yeah, this, I mean, women's basketball, what I like about it is the college experience is still so worthwhile for a lot of different reasons, including money. And WNBA, I mean, Caitlin's going to make a ton of money whether she stays or goes. She, that, she's making that. The WNBA, she's going to make top salary. What is that, like 165000 I think we looked it up. Plus whatever. But she won't need to go overseas because she's got no. all of her endorsements. She's yep. going to have the same endorsements now that she had then. Now, there may be a couple Iowa things that end, but the high V and all that other stuff, that State Farm, that's going to follow her to the WNBA. Yeah. But that is good advice. Enjoy this because, I mean, we should all enjoy it because safe and sane in my lifetime, we're never going to see another Caitlin Clark. I would think not. Not anyone who's dynamic as her. No. Although I do look, I do certainly hope that uh, Maddie Greenway comes here. Not that she's as good as Caitlin because she well, I isn't. Think, uh, well, we don't, you know, Probably. she might be, but they're different types of players too. Yeah, just from watching are. her on film. Yeah, and I've had people ask me why Maddie Greenway hasn't committed yet. I mean, how the hell should I know? <laughs> I never talked to the girl. She's like 16. You know, I mean, I don't know why she hasn't committed. I mean, maybe she won't come here. She might not. I mean, I think a lot of people assume just because it was Chad's daughter and Chad's go Hawkeyes all the way through. I get it. But some people want to carve their own path. If, but would I surprise if she came here? Absolutely not. I mean, but I don't know what Maddie Greenway's well, the, thinking. A lot of people are going by the interview she gave when she was in like eighth grade. And I've or never ninth seen grade. it. And I don't. Yeah. I don't seek out Maddie Greenway interviews. Well, and how often do you change your mind? You know? Well, exactly. Yeah. I think a lot are surprised she hasn't. What is she now? And what's she in like third grade now? I'm kidding. She's in like tenth grade, right, or eleventh? Eleventh. Okay, I mean, she's in 11th grade now. She still has almost two years. I mean, Well, she's a, a 26 graduate. No, then She'll be sophomore. in the class of 26. She's, so a, she's, she's only a sophomore yes. right now. And people are, why hasn't she committed? Now, I haven't gotten those for a while. There was a stretch where she must have done something to where it brought her back to attention or something happened with Chad that brought the attention back to Chad and Maddie. And I did have some people reaching out to me like, why hasn't she committed yet? And I just remember saying, maybe she I, doesn't know where she wants to go. My yeah. guess is that's it. Yeah, I mean, she's probably hearing from a lot of schools. She knew where she wanted to go when she was in seventh grade or whatever it was. And yeah, unlike but, Caitlin, she did not grow up in Iowa. There's nope. a difference. And you, besides that, you changed so much, you know. And she's probably thinking, okay, I can play basketball, but what else does she want to do after that? Yeah, mm -hmm. you know. And I, I mean, mean but she's hearing from everybody. I assume Connecticut, Tennessee, and. So, yeah, everybody, just but, about. I mean, and I'm sure Iowa's right in there, but she is not committed yet. But yeah, she's only a sophomore. Yeah, I right. just think that's bizarre how people get so wrapped up in yeah, well, the when recruiting. You're in eighth grade and seventh grade, and all of a sudden you're supposed to know what the hell you're doing with your life. I mean, the recruiting industry yeah. thing has just become so. I mean, I, what's it's almost suffocating how much coverage there is, wouldn't you? I mean, yes, it, there's it, just it, there's almost too much of it. It's 
to me, it's a little warped. And this is coming from somebody. I am. I am. I used to love covering recruiting. I did recruiting back in the 90s when hardly anybody ever did for the Press Citizen. We did a ton of it on the forefront. But then in about the early twos, all these recruiting sites came on, and it's just it's just been – now there's just so much. I mean, and the same with the portal. It would be nice if these guys that enter the portal could announce it themselves, but the moment their name hits that portal, there's like three yep. national rivals, 247 and ESPN. They've got they, – they tweeted out – I mean, it's just the, that's just the world we live in. Yeah. And it's always uh, the messages are almost always the same, you know. God bless Nebraska. Thank you, Cornhusker Nation. Best fans in the world. I've made friends, lifetime friends here. And with that being said, I'm going into the portal. Yeah, Goodbye. I mean that's just how it is. They it's just, the same it's, crap. It is the same. Well, I was reading the the latest with the labus, and I no. Not going to leave us. I understand no. that and everything, but they only can say, you know, they're not going to say this place was crap. Well, you they're know, and go to the next. And they maybe a lot of them are happy in every yeah. phase except for their playing time. That's why these guys are leaving. Yeah. Well, and that's fine. And, and in fairness everything. to Joey Labus, the fact that he didn't get like one series this year once he was healthy. I know people are like, well, he was hurt all. No, he wasn't hurt all year. He was their backup quarterback for most of the year. The fact that they never tried him once. I use the word odd in my call. I think it's extremely it's odd. odd. It's just Kirk. What's funny is people will say, well, Kirk never switches. He switched kickers during the middle of a game. One of the best kickers they've had in a while. He benched him. I mean, Caleb Brown moved ahead of Deontay Vines. I mean, he benched, he's benched quarterbacks before now. It takes him a long time. But the fact that James Vandenberg took every snap in 2012 and the fact that Deacon Hill never was benched at all this year, I find that odd. I do too because it doesn't give the backup any chance, any experience no. whatsoever. And the only, the only answer, to, the only way to interpret it is that it makes you think, wow, Joey Labus must be so bad in practice that he can't even convince these coaches for a series when the offense is just doing nothing. That's odd. Well, I mean, Joey Labus got beat. What makes me worry a little bit about Iowa's developing of quarterbacks right now is um, Deacon Hill, in a matter of like six weeks, moved ahead of Joey Labus. And Joey Labus had been in the program for two years and had played in a bowl game. No, you should be concerned I mean, Deacon about Hill that. comes in here last, last winter and during the course of spring practice just moves ahead of a guy that's been here for two years and helped him win a bowl game. I mean, that doesn't speak well to Joey Labus. It doesn't speak well to Iowa developing quarterbacks either, especially when you see what Deacon Hill is on the field. And I don't want to turn this into a Deacon Hill bash fest. I'm not doing that. But he was mediocre on his best day, right? Yes, and it it seems like the staff is in love with strong-armed statues from Nate Stanley on, I mean – yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I, and I yeah. do agree. I've had people tell me, I, I see people all the time, and um, one of them, well, hell, I was talking to John Bomber the other day. Hopefully, he won't. I agree with him, and he, I've written it before. They do need to start recruiting more mobile quarterbacks to adapt to this, to today's defense. They have to. But I don't know that they want to come here. Well, I, I mean, don't. Brad Banks was a perfect example, but we haven't. Well, Brad Banks wasn't very highly recruited either. No, he so wasn't. Sometimes you have to take chances. But, I mean, if they would start recruiting more mobile quarterbacks early on during the process in 8th and ninth, when these guys are in ninth and 10th grade, sooner or later they're going to get one. I just don't think they're doing it much. I still think they think that traditional pro-style pocket passer, 
who can throw into tight windows. That's what they want. The problem is they don't have the supporting cast to help that type of quarterback. As great as Tom Brady was, he had a great offensive line. He had arguably the greatest tight end ever. His receivers always seemed like they were wide open. Iowa's receivers don't get open very no. often. No. Hello? Yeah. yeah um, isn't that what the coaching staff kind of did with Charlie Jones? They That he was a great punt returner, but they didn't get him in on uh, – the past offense that much. Well, he wanted transferred. Yeah, transferred. Well, he was buried on. He was like a reserve. He wasn't playing much as a receiver. He played starter, really. No, he was behind Nico Regani. Yeah, he wanted to go to a more. That's what I just could not figure out, and I don't blame the kid for going to Purdue. No, uh, I guess not. Well, let's go Hawks. They can step it up. Um. We got to get in the mentality of we can beat anybody, anytime, anywhere. Period. I don't. I don't ever think that we cannot win a game, and that's the kind of mentality we got to get. I think that's the way the players think about it. Oh, I do. They I agree. Hope there, so. Yeah. Yeah. They can't go in there thinking that they can't win a game, and they don't. I know they don't. So I hope every all the Hawkeye fans start thinking like that because I've had some guys on Facebook. This isn't like Peter Pan. I think I can fly. They couldn't beat Michigan. We all knew it. I mean, well, not the way it played out. We the, couldn't. The team, yes, I'm sure that they think that they can do it, but you can't ask the fans just to ignore reality. Well, the, this game is played on emotion and momentum. And that play with Deacon Hill that we got jobbed on again, just like the Minnesota game, if that would have went our way, we could have went and scored. That would have been a big momentum thing, and who knows? We, we're never going to know because we got the job treatment again, well, that's like a, usual. That's part of it. That's part of the equation. But don't <laughs> forget about the talent end of the equation. That makes a big difference in, in these games. Yeah, Michigan's a better that, team. But yeah. look, look how many people – Iowa sending to the NFL. Well, Michigan that's sends not, a, Michigan sends a ton to the NFL too. Well, I, well, that's the given. I mean, well, that's I who they were playing, that, though. Is what I'm saying. They were playing Michigan, so that argument doesn't work. Which, uh, well, that Iowa sends what? a lot of guys. That, yes, they do, but so does Michigan. Is what I'm saying. There's NFL well, that, players. That's not. I wasn't using that as an argument in beating Michigan. Well, what were you okay, using it for? Last game. I was just I just made a comment. You know, we've got as good of players as anybody in the country. We've got a great program. Well, no, no, you're not. You're, no, you're, that's false. No, Iowa does not have as good of players as Ohio State, Michigan, Alabama, Georgia. I can go on and on and on. That's just Penn State. That's not true. They don't. Our, our best players might be as good as somebody else's best players. Iowa's got a defense that stands up with everybody, but football's a lot more than just defense. Oh, well. I'm, you know, I'm not. I don't want to argue with you, but there to say that Iowa has right. as good of players as anybody—that's just false. No, that's uh, not true. I mean, you take the five best Iowa players. Are they as good as the five best Georgia players? Maybe pretty close, but yeah, there's a hundred and five other players <laughs> that probably well, aren't. Yeah, you need as more good. than, and, and you're right. You need more than five players. Sure. Play yeah. a football game. Yeah, but I just—we've just got to, you know, when you've got. A school like Boise State, you know, they're always being talked about as a great team and other teams like them, and Iowa's not in that conversation. And, and in fact, that, that game with Michigan, 
I counted it. Fox didn't uh, talk about Iowa except a little blurb here and there until like at least half hour into the pregame program. Uh, Ridiculous. Yeah. But that's Fox. That's Fox TV for you. There you go. All right, thank you. All right, thanks. Anyway, hey, thanks for letting me call. And oh, you bet. Oh, no, f- feel said. free. You thanks for the input. We appreciate entitled it. entitled to your opinion. Thanks, guys. Appreciate yeah. it. And I do think that that call didn't help, but Michigan was not going to lose that game under any circumstance. No. They just weren't. Hell, they had their offense was terrible, and they still won 26 to nothing. I mean, and their offense was borderline terrible. I, oh, it was. I didn't think they were going to win, but well, did, I go in there, you know, watching it anyway, hoping – I mean, the Big Ten Network played a version. They played when I was on the field and Joe Evans was firing up the players, as he does. Yes. One of the things he said in there, he says, guys, when he's screaming, he goes, they'd probably beat us nine out of ten times, but this is going to be that one time. That was Iowa's mindset going into that game. To me, that, that, that... they thought that they could do it, but they also understood they weren't the better team. No, and we made too many mistakes to win that game. And if you you reverse the plays, okay, if Michigan fumbles twice deep in their own territory, if Michigan, uh, if Iowa gets the punt return for the touchdown instead of Michigan, Iowa probably is going to win the game. I disagree. Uh, fair enough. Because I my guess is they those two times they got the ball deep in territory, Iowa probably wouldn't have scored touchdowns. Uh, possibly not. They probably wouldn't have, and I then I think the game would have been like seventeen to nine. But then different. you would have had to take twenty one points off the board. No, what I'm get... just saying though, I just I, I don't think that would have been enough for Iowa. I could be. I mean, we'll never know. This, no, we won't. All this ifs, ands, and buts stuff. That's just you got to move on. They got beat twenty six to nothing. They got outscored in their two big games, um, fifty seven. Was it fifty seven to nothing against yes. Penn State and Michigan? Enough said. I mean. Uh, I mean, you can compliment Iowa in a lot of ways, but there's also... Well, you can blame the refs. You can do I mean, it. The refs are not the reason they yeah. got outscored against Penn State and Michigan no. 57 yeah. Not at all. I mean, seriously, think about that. We're sitting here trying to rationalize a team that didn't score any points in either game. You know? I mean, but well, that still doesn't what, take away what yeah, Phil Parker yeah, did. Yeah, you can't expect the fans to to go, you know... Just, but no, that fan, I get it. I have, yeah. I have respect his passion, but... To say that Iowa has as good a player, they're they're nowhere we, we don't. close to no. Georgia, Alabama, and Iowa does send a lot of players to the NFL, but they don't send more than those teams. No, and those are the teams that Iowa has to get eventually get through if they want to be elite. I mean, and that's of course that's the goal. That's the last frontier for Kirk. He's done everything else. He's the master of the eight, nine, and even ten win seasons. Now he's got to try to have. I mean, one of the reasons Hayden became a legend is Hayden figured out a way to get past Michigan and Ohio State. He didn't beat Ohio State much, but he did. But he he was able to to break that stranglehold. He broke the big two, little eight. Yeah, and he did it mostly by beating Michigan. I mean, Hayden had a lot more success against Michigan than he did Ohio State. Same with Kirk. Mm-hmm. Kirk's beaten Michigan seven times. He's beaten Ohio State what twice. I think twice. Yeah, and um, he's come close a few times. But, but no, Ohio State, year in and year out, and I think Kirk would even say this without being disrespectful to his players, Ohio State's got better players than Iowa. And it's funny, the two times we Kirk has beaten Ohio State, thrashed them. Yeah, 33 to, 33 to 7 and 55 to 24. Uh-huh. Now the one, the 33, that was a bad Ohio State team. It, it went eight, It went 8 and 5. The other one, though, that team went 12 and 1 and won the East. So, yeah, that was... But no, I don't want to take away anything from Iowa. But there is Iowa's talent is not at the same level as the Michigans and the Ohio States, no. the Penn States, Alabama, Georgia, Texas. I'd even say Notre Dame. I mean, was Tristan Wirfs better than 
uh, equally as good as a Georgia lineman? Yes. Yeah. But how often does that happen? Not very often. No, and Alabama t- puts out linemen like that all the time. Yeah, they do. I mean, Caden Proctor, I'm telling you, he's he struggled a little bit early in the year, but when I watch him now, man, he is he's rock solid, and he's a true freshman starting at left tackle for Alabama. I know I see a lot of Iowa, you know, frustrated Iowa fans who rip him on Twitter. You can rip him all you want. The kid's obviously impressive, and he would be, he would be. I just God, would he be starting at left tackle for Iowa? <laughs> well, of course he would. I think he'd be starting at right tackle for. Oh, Iowa. do you really? Yeah, I do. Um, maybe I mean Mason Richmond has started what forty some games. I don't know, but it's that's another thing. It's not worth discussing because. Um, it never, it didn't happen. I mean, he was committed here for a while, changed his mind. I mean, I wished he would have stayed committed to Iowa selfishly, but you can't knock the kid. No. I mean, he's made a decision that's in his best interest, and now he's in the college playoff. He's starting for an Alabama Nick Saban coach team as, as a, a freshman. True, as a true freshman. Yeah. It's unheard of. And he has gotten better. He has gotten a lot better. Look at us. We're back on it. Yeah. No more Gigi Allen. Yeah. G.G. Allen would have been a terrible football player. Well, he could have been a good running back. No. Nobody would want to get close to him. Yeah, you smelled that guy? Well, I think he'd be a good... I think he'd be a good... Offensive coordinator? Well, yeah, nobody wants to, to touch the football. The football, you know, if we drop the football... The D-backs are just letting it go right into the eye. Yeah, people are going, oh, I'm not picking it up. I'm not jumping on it. Rob Rob Howe does his mail back. Every, you know, he hashtags everything Hawk fanatic. My question for him was Manassas or Uriah Heap. That was my question for his Hawkeye. Manassas. Um, I think he did pick Manassas. Yeah. yeah. Manassas. Manassas. I went down and I did. I'm going to bring it in. I did find Uriah the Manassas. Heap. Were they a Manassas was kind of like a. a it like was a, Stephen Still. A star band, though. But wasn't it kind yeah. of. Guys kind of merged yeah. together in. Um, yeah, but Uriah Heap. Come on. Jesus. You take Manassas over Uriah Heap? Yes. How about you, Hunter? Okay. Well, yeah, we're yeah. unanimous. Uriah Heap has no respect here. No. So Gigi Allen or Uriah Heap? Uh, some of there's Uriah Hunter's Heap. defending some, Uriah Heap now. Some of Gigi Allen's songs? Yeah. I Hunter, Uriah it. Heap or Gigi Allen? Hunter. Hunter's got a limit, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm with him. He's not going to... You're fixated with. You're more fixated with Gigi Allen than yourself. No, some of his songs are damn good. I'm not ready to go there. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not quite going go there. In that genre, no, better than there. I thought. In there, in his genre, there. Are, what, the, I mean, the, a, the, a the, punk, feet, the poop genre. The poop a, genre. No, but you get rid of the poop for a second. You can't. That's part look, of the legacy. <laughs> you can't get rid of the poop. If get you're talking rid of the poop for a second. You Did can't. you really say that? You can't do that. <laughs> Remember, you're forgetting about the blood and shards of glass, too. Okay, but I'm saying, I've listened to some of the songs, and some of the songs are are. I will good. say they're better than I thought they would be. Because well, you were judging you, them all on the poop. You probably don't like punk. Well, I don't like punk uh, at all. No, I don't. I mean, I've okay. never, like the Sex for, Pistols? For, yeah. I could listen to like a minute of it. His stuff is more accessible than the, sta- than the Sex Pistols. Oh, you played uh, the one actually, song. Actually, I, I would agree yeah. with you. Yeah, the Sex yeah. Pistols. I some did. of his stuff. Did you well, like anything some, by the Sex Pistols? Not really. Hunter, did you? Yeah. Oh, you did? Like what? All right, God Save the Queen. That, that, uh, sorry to the caller. who uh, you got to let us know when we have a caller. You know, they got to have a little bit of pace. Yeah, but not when we're just talking crap, <laughs> literally and figuratively. 
We were in a flow. I'm sorry, caller. There was a flow. Call back and we'll, we'll, we will be if res- it, If he had something, he, she had something yeah, relevant. Yeah. He would have waited. Or interesting, he would have stayed on. So yes. you think he was just going to just, what, drop a bomb and... <laughs> <laughs> But no, this transfer portal <laughs> stuff, I mean, it's just every day. I mean, it's... Now, did you see that proposal from the, was it the NCAA president that he put out? What did it say? Uh, I, a p- I proposing re- sweeping change well. where the conferences get, where all the players get a minimum of $30,000 each per year, a minimum, and they can pay them more. So where's it coming the, from? The money? Yeah. The, the colleges, and and you know they lump together the college. Uh, so are we talking every athlete? Are we, ta- are we talking soccer players and swimmers and divers and because you're gonna have if they're gonna open themselves up to lawsuits if they no it's just gonna be football and that's just I don't think that will work I think and if it's also, coming from the university you, you, but it's real interesting you should read it because it's a pretty sweeping change and it's gonna be it's separates your really high-profile teams. Okay, I'll read it, but it sounds lower. like Lawsuit City to me if the money's coming from a state university. That's where that I just think people will file. It's different when it's NIL. That money's private. That that money's earned away from the I university. Mean, and they still have to uh, comply with the, the Title 19. And so, you know, so that no means that that means that rower is going to get thirty grand, just like the starting that, tailback uh, in the football. That's the way I understand it. I, okay, but no football is a, a different deal. Everything else. But I'm telling you, that's where the lawsuits are going to come, though. If it's university money, is what I'm saying. I just don't see how that can work. I mean, I maybe it will, but I just think it'll be open themselves up. Nil is different because it's privately. F- money comes from private sources. It comes from separation from the university. Of course, I agree. The with university. You. Is compatible and helps them, what have you, but they're, they're two separate entities. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'll read it, but I just don't see how that's going to. Plus, we're living in an era now where everybody sues if they don't get what they want. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of where we are. But it's, yeah, you, you read the read his proposal, and it's very uh, interesting, and it's very And some universities uh, are going to want to spend more or less. Some universities aren't going to want to finance their athletic departments as much as others are, too. And some of them aren't going to be able to. Yeah, so I, I No just, question. Yeah, I just think that seems pretty flawed. What do you got, Captain? You're reading oh, something. Oh, I'm you, sick of this guy. Are you blocking somebody on the chat room? No, except in, a, in another page of ours. He just posts crap that... Bounce to go along with the page. Scooter says bounce. Oh, were you on Facebook? Yeah. What was he posting? Uh, we've got a, a 99 plus uh, KFMH uh, fan page. Okay. Uh, and it's for the old KFMH, not the. Where you might hear Uriah Heap. Yeah, Scooter Jesus. says, when in doubt, bounce them. Hunter, I well, say play some Uriah Heap the next the time guy, you're on 99. Out. The guy posts his, what I'm listening to today. Who gives it F? It has, you know, yeah, we played it on KFMH, but. They played it everywhere. What we what what Doobie Brothers listen to the music. Why would I post that? That has no direct correlation with KFMH, and I don't care what he's listening to. No. <laughs> Why would you? Yeah, yeah, I don't. I mean, but that's not a bad Doobie song. Here's my playlist today. Yeah, but it doesn't belong. It's not a, anything. It's not specifically the old. He just wanted you to know what music he was listening. He to? He wants to post it. So he that wants, everybody can know what he's listening to. Who cares? To. Who cares yeah. what he's who listening cares? to? Who cares? Who cares what I'm listening to? Yeah. Who cares what any of us listen yeah. to? It's your own. Yeah, I mean, it's. 
I don't get it. Back to the poop. No, I mean, back to the... <laughs> back to the Hawks. <laughs> so what do you think? Hawks by how many tonight? Tonight, Lord? I'm going to say Iowa... Hey, there's a phone call. 83 to 74. Hello. Nine. Okay. You know, that last caller, leave it to Pat to squash the Iowa City day drinkers about the talent level on the team. But um, anyway, do you know what is realistic for expecting? Obviously, we're going to see more people go into the portal. When it, what is realistic for us to start seeing us... Uh, approaching and, and signing people out of the portal. Well, I mean, it's going to happen. There's going to yeah. be something. I I don't know. I don't think there's going to be a bunch of Power 5 proven wide receivers knocking the door down to transfer to Iowa. I know no, that's what fans I, want. I don't see that happening. I agree with that. So we'll see. That doesn't mean they won't get receivers. And we were a little but bit those, over the – guys sc- like Seth Anderson, do you see them, you know, like a player like that from a smaller school, do you see that happening before the bowl game or after the bowl game? I – it could go either way. I I, it could, I think there may be some guys leave after the bowl game because why wouldn't you want to use it? Hey, I man, I'm going to probably leave here, but I'm going to. I wouldn't mind taking this bowl trip and going down. And to Florida. if I have a great game, if I, a, I can either prove myself here yep. better or advertise for other schools. So and also real quick for like Joey Labus and wishing luck, but uh, sure. does that mean he does that mean he's not practicing? He's done. Oh, he's done. Does he have now. any any involvement with us? At I, all the now? way I interpret it, when the moment you announce you're in the portal, he's looking for a school now. He's not. Yeah. My guess is he's not spending any time practicing. He's l- looking for his next home. Okay. And finishing classes. I mean, our finals. Right. Aren't and final- if you were the coach, why would you want to give Joey Labus now? Give him reps in practice. And if you're a coach that maybe wants to bring him in, why would you want him to risk getting hurt at at the school that you're leaving? Yeah, so um, my guess is, I mean, I I saw that Ontario Thompson, he's gotten offers from like North Carolina, Charlotte, you and I. He's gotten some decent offers. And I saw Brendan Des-Fernandez got Central Michigan. It would not surprise me if Joey Labus went to a Mac school, something like that. Yeah, I would say. Well, so. with the same premise of why why would you want to give Joey Labus any reps? Because it's not like it's a, well, they're not. That's a, why I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. But but because of that, why would you why you know, what would be the rationale for letting Brian finish up versus versus uh, have somebody internally have have a because my guess it was part of the comp it was part yeah. of it was a compromise and part of the separation. I guess that's the yeah. I mean that I'm guessing that's what it was. They reached an agreement. Okay. Because to fire him and just have him gone in season, I, I don't know how Kirk would have handled that. I think it was tough enough, but I think that was more of a compromise. And that's just me speculating. Do you see anybody else on the squad having at least a, a little different role on offense for that bowl game? What do you mean? Mm. What do you, you mean, mean like di- maybe a halfback pass or something like that? Or? No, no, I mean like what, one, of, one of the other positional coaches having a, just a slightly different role. You know, and, and no, if Brian's there, it's going to be more of the same. No. It's going to be more if he's there. If it's going to be Brian running, calling the plays, and you know, John Moodbuyer in his ear helping, whatever. No, I don't see anything major as long as Brian's there. I mean, I'm still not 100% convinced. I mean, maybe somebody will hire him before the game. I mean, the game's still what? How many days away? 26 days yeah. away? A lot can happen. But if he's there, no, it'll be Brian being the coordinator, headphones on, and, and maybe yelling and screaming at officials if he doesn't like a call. And to my knowledge, it's never really been discussed of his like strong interest to become a head coach. But getting the uh, the Broyles Award, is there any chance of uh, of uh, Phil Parker getting the Iowa job for six to eight years? 
Well, I uh, don't know. There's something. There's one thing standing in his way right Kirk. now. Kirk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, That's if, a good point. if Kirk were to step down after this season, my guess is if Phil was interested, he would definitely be part of the interview process. You, without question. I would hope so. But that's really all the further I could go with that answer. Well, I mean, I think you mentioned it as well as other other uh, pundits about you know that thinking that it's about a fifty fifty shot that he's back next. And that's year. just Are me guessing, speculating. I don't, I, yeah. I don't have anything really to base that on other than gut feelings and talking to colleagues and stuff I'm hearing. Yeah. All right. All right. Go on. Yep. Yeah. I can be wrong. I've been wrong many times before. But saying fifty fifty, you're leaving, you're covering your ass because if he comes back, I told you it was fifty. You know. So it's kind of a weak stand I, on my point. I think I'll be back. Yeah, that's your gut I feeling. About it, yeah. You I don't have it, like and none of us have anything to base it on. We don't I, have inside I, I, information. I base my feelings that he's back on very simply because Brad Heinrich says he is coming back, and whether that's true or not, who knows? Yeah, yeah, and that's I mean that's yeah. definitely information. But like I said, but uh, I, yes, but but Brad the only be, one who knows is Kirk and Mary. Yeah, I guarantee you, Mary knows what Kirk's thinking. I mean, I would think so. It's his wife, so yeah. but neither one would surprise me coming back or leaving at this stage. But well, I do we'll think find out. I wife do think that, always know what you're I do think if he does come back, though, I'm just thinking more and more that Budmeier is going to be the coordinator. Stuff I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, boy, that's a uninspiring uh, hire, at least from. From a fan standpoint. Oh, it will not go over well, but Paul Crist wouldn't have gone over that well either. Uh, it would over have gone well over better me. than Budmeier, but it wouldn't have gone over well because, yeah, I'm not sure what you're so – Because he was a really good offensive coordinator. No, he wasn't. Pa- Paul they, Crist? They, weren't, they got gradually worse. Well, when he became the head coach. But they, were, they weren't that – I mean, Michigan – I mean, when that running – Melvin Gordon and all those guys – we're running. That was not great play calling. That was great recruiting, great lines, and whatever. I've never been that impressed with Paul Christ as an innovative play caller. And they got gradually worse. The quarterback position got worse under his watch. The offense got worse, and they fired him. That's all I'm saying. They fired him when he was the head coach, and they felt they were getting he gradually progressed. Yes, they were. But not when he, he when he was an offensive coordinator. If you look at, I it, have Tom. It's what I do for a living. Okay, well, they weren't as good as you're making them out to be. They oh, had some great enough. running attacks. When's the last time, other than Wilson, Russell Wilson, Wisconsin had a good quarterback? Well, I would say that was always uh, a problem. That's for Paul Chris. Always. So you're going to hire a guy who had stroke. I mean, Russell Wilson's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He played there one year. was great. My feelings are Paul Crist and Kirk Ferentz would be a very good match with each other. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree. I Fair think enough. it would just be more of the same. Fair enough. I mean, Paul was it Cr- on this show you guys interviewed Denny Lane, or was it separate? Because no, he, di- he, yeah. Yeah, he just died. Yeah, yesterday. Okay. We, I've got the post. It was a great interview, too. He was a fascinating. Out? No, I knew about it, but I didn't know if you guys talked about it on this show because I couldn't remember if it was on this show you interviewed him no. or if that was separate. No, we've, and I put uh, Jim actually. Go now. It's in there. You can play it if you want to or take it out or whatever. It's a good go song. Now. What's Go Now? Go Now. It's Danny Danny Lane, Lane. Moody Blues. Moody Blues. Yeah, Moody That's, Blues. I've never heard of that song in my life. And also uh, Wings I've did it as well. I've Satin. I bet huge. you've heard of Go Now if you heard Story it. Story in your eyes. Huge, huge hit. Sure. It was. No, it was a huge hit. Yes, it For was. For the Moody Blues, yeah. yeah Not one of my favorite called? Moody Blues songs. but Go Now. Great song. Okay. Yeah, it's on the Greatest Hits album. 
But no, I'm not I, trying I to be real negative about, about Paul either. Chris. I just don't think that right. it would be a more galvanizing hire than, than John Budmeyer yes. just because of who he is. But no, Paul Chris. I mean, I just the track record's not near as impressive 65. as what. I mean, they just oh. didn't develop quarterbacks, and their offense just got gradually worse every year under him. And that's – I think a lot of Iowa fans would be like, what the hell? But I don't think it's going to be him either. But, I mean – We shall see. I no, think, I don't know that he, it's going to be him or not either. But if you think about it, though, when is the last time Wisconsin had a good quarterback? Well, Russell Wilson fell into their lap. And that was 2011. I mean, all the quarterbacks after him have been mediocre at best. No, for sure. The, so, And that, would, to me, would be a concern. Okay, you had Graham, their big guy was Graham Murray. He got worse as he played at Wisconsin. Well, he uh, sure didn't get it done, did he? Yeah, so like I said, I just I, I wish they'd get out of the Budmeyer, Chris. And we don't know what Kirk's thinking. We're all just speculating. We don't have any idea. Maybe he is thinking outside the box. But well, I, and if I, he's not coming back, then he's not thinking about it at all. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true, too. We don't know. I mean, like I said, I, I don't. I don't have a real gut feeling nah. either way on that right now. Um, I'm not ready to say, oh, yeah, he's definitely coming back. So we'll see. And a lot may depend on what happens to Brian. I mean, and maybe Brian will take a year off from coaching. Maybe he'll take a year to kind of regroup and figure out what he wants to do with the family, where he wants to live, well, and whatever. But my guess is Brian Ferris would be able to land an NFL job. I would. A, a position job. Hello? Hey, guys. John Budmeyer. Has he not been fired, not retained, or let go from every position he's ever had as a offensive coordinator? Oh, I'm not sure how coach. he left Wisconsin to become the coordinator at Colorado State, right. but I believe that coach was fired that year, so he was part of the firing of the coaching staff. But yeah, no, I but mean they it, weren't good. They weren't good, and they weren't good when he was at Wisconsin. So yeah, yeah no, that's and they've been horrible since he's been here. That would be yeah, my I concern. Agree. I mean, if Brian's has, everybody's made this comment about brian not being uh being a quarterback coach and i pat i can't remember someone has said that brian's even said you know that he's he said that at his press job. conference when they asked when he yeah. got the promotion he's like i don't i've never coached quarterbacks i'm gonna have to learn he admitted that he had no experience coaching so if you bring in so i, I guess my question is the guy that would be doing I mean, learning, Brian would be probably learning from on the job and doing whatever while he's there, and the guy working with him would be the gift from heaven that Kirk said, John Budmeyer, I would imagine. I see. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's hard to say. All and I'm I mean, saying is I had to guess. That's all I'm, I'm saying is that hire would not energize the fan base. And I've seen these quarterbacks, and I, don't, I haven't seen the other two, um, but uh, Deacon Hill – that dude's mechanics, from his footwork to ball placement to everything, is god-awful. John Bodmeyer should not even have a job at Iowa either. Okay. Yeah. Hey. And I guarantee you anybody else would agree with me. I know sometimes people got to be, you know, politically correct. Whatever. This is an absolute joke, and it's unacceptable. Well, the last two years mm-hmm. of offense have been unacceptable. Yeah. And that's why Brian yes, Ferentz is being fired. Exactly. And that's why Brian Ferentz and, is being fired. And, and apparently you cannot trust the head coach for whatever reason, to hire somebody competent or somebody who might go outside the box and think of it, then it's time for the head man to go too. I hate it. I like him. But day and age in football, people want to win. There's a lot of money that goes into this stuff. Hey, fair enough. Parents, you, you are certainly to entitled to your opinion. You know yeah. No, you are Thank entitled you. to your opinion. 
And there's other fans I know that feel the same way he does. There are. But there's also fans like you that want Kirk back. They will stay with Kirk through thick and thin, and that's each person is entitled to their opinion. I mean, I would fire a 10-win coach, and I don't care if it was in the Big Ten West. Yeah, it's not going to happen. No. No, they're not going to. But there are fans that wouldn't mind seeing it happen. No, you're right. I agree with you. Of course. And, you know, I – if the, if, not if, fired, if, just he, they want him to go, retire. Yeah, if he goes, he goes. If he stays, he stays. He, all I'm, uh, you know, all I'm saying is I think that I, I don't think he's going to leave like this. And I do think that this, the next coordinator, if he does stay, and who, he, if it is just Budmeyer, that guy's to show you where Kirk's thinking is. You know, by God, we're going to do it my way. We don't need to think outside the box. We just need, it's going to be more of the we just need to do what we do better. And I think that's where Kirk, I just don't see Kirk making a huge effort to land some $2 million coordinator who's going to revamp his offense. I don't see that happening. I would be surprised. But I know that's what a lot of fans want. Hello? Was that Neil Diamond? Yes. <laughs> yes. Could that thing have been longer? That was like the Ben Hur of bits. That was John Budmeyer, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Hello. My opinion, if it counts, Kirk is an 11 game winner, and he lost one game due to very bad officiating, yeah. to say the least. No. Okay, that's your opinion. Unfortunately, and... the record shows differently. Uh, yeah. yeah. Whatever. It's, Are you gonna play that jingle? Wasn't that the guy, the real guy? What's that jingle? I got a home. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I want to no. hear that. Why can't I hear that? I'll play the damn jingle. Well, I gotta find it. Because yeah. was the, was he? Te- he wasn't joking though, right? But I know another joke from the Acker man that no one understands. I guess he failed. <laughs> that thing's kind of mean. Yes. <laughs> really? Don't you think it's mean? It's all, just a little. It's Calls shit. him a failure. <laughs> but Bill doesn't care. He charges right in. Because how many people have a jingle? Not very many, not many. individuals. No, not, not many. Not, not many. I mean, who made that jingle? Whose voice is that? Uh, it's Matt uh, Skinner. Matt Skinner. Okay. From, no, it's a pretty good yeah, one. Yeah. Mean, but, you know, sometimes you need a little mean, don't you? Sure. Yeah, mean makes the world go like round. Christmas uh, there you song, go. isn't We there need you. a little mean. You need a little meanness. <laughs> but no, this next month is going to be, these next six to seven weeks are going to be really interesting with Kirk Ferentz and Hawkeye football. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, I'm an Iowa State fan. And I was just wondering, I was just at an Iowa State show because all I hear is uh, complaining about the officiating. What? What? <laughs> What? Because Iowa State fans always complain about the officiating. Oh, okay. Right? Well, like I said, I'm not complaining. I've, I've yeah. clearly said that the officiating had nothing to do with Iowa losing that game, so I'm not sure if you're listening closely to our show. Are you drunk? Well, yeah, there's a lot of people that are calling in. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Okay. Have you been drinking? He sounds kind of like Otis. <laughs> Have you been drinking? So you're going to be pulling for the Cyclones tonight against uh, Caitlin Clark and them? You're drunk. He must be gone. No, he's no, there. still there. <laughs> you think he was drunk? Yes. He did sound a little. Yeah. He sounded a little worse for wear, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Sounded like, you know. Hello. So <laughs> that with the. Are we done? <laughs> We're yeah. done. All right. <laughs> Hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It's free. Uh,